Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me in motherfucking person, GarageCast, back in full effect, Lauren Sperling in the house. Woo-woo. Hi, friends. Dang. Introduced her before you, Taylor. That's and, okay. And, and also in his own garage, <laughs> Taylor Salem. hey everybody. How's it going? I was very confused. Yeah. <laughs> he had to pull a quick one on us like that. Hey, man. You know? First time in People over a year and a half that we've been in person in this garage. February 13th, 2020. For the spectacular Birds of Prey review. <laughs> Joel's favorite movie. I'm sure I said great things about it. Yeah. I highly doubt that. No. Uh, less sweaty in this garage than usual. Yeah. yeah. It's actually nice. It's pretty very good. Nice. It's pretty good. We got the door open. I can see all of our cars. Mine yeah. is... Uh, Disgusting looking. It's very old. It's okay. Can't wait to buy a Tesla. This is quality content. Thanks. Yeah. It's, we'll it's get to people. we'll get to why I can't buy a Tesla anytime soon in the news. Uh, but before we get to that, Taylor, roll me those sweet smooth jams. Wooka wooka. Beautiful. News. Yeah. So I guess kind of uh, following up on previously talked Did about news. Did we make news. a big enough deal about GarageCast? No, we didn't. No, I, I feel like but we should spend at least like... <laughs> there. At least spend like two Maybe to three more horn. minutes talking about it. Yeah. Just reminiscing. How's it been back in the U.S.? It's good. It's weird. It's kind of like um, after Dorothy wakes up from Oz. You killed someone with your house? I did. Fuck. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. I know. But I got some sweet new shoes out of it, so. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Good to be back with you guys in person and not dealing with stupid Zoom. Right. And terrible internet. Yeah. Yeah. Watch this sound worse. (laughs) <laughs> good good to be back into a movie theater too something yeah. we'll definitely talk about but yeah i mean me, i've been back for me it was it was nice i went yesterday uh, you've i been went a bunch this of morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> you saw two movies today I saw two movies you, today you were two, you two were theaters. separate theaters yeah <laughs> that's the dedication but to both the good old amc that is still kicking Remember that uh, the podcast you showed me today when we were, is AMC going under? Yeah, right. Spoilers. It, it uh, did not. It did not go under. Do you think it's fair to say they changed, though, like the like the pandemic like changed AMC? Because it didn't feel that different. I don't think so. No. Like, maybe other than some price changes. Like... The, bar yeah. is, the, the bar is still extremely slow yeah. to order a drink. Yeah. Yep. The dude was like, dude, I, it, it took like six minutes to pour me a beer. Yeah. yeah. So how's your day? It'd be better with that beer in my hand. <laughs> so what are you seeing? I'm seeing Bond. Did he really ask you all this stuff? Yeah. yeah. I told you he already knew what I was seeing before Damn. I even got over yeah. there. That's crazy. I, like, I didn't I didn't catch that. Like, yeah, I'm seeing Bond. He's like, oh, great. I hear it's good. And I'm like, fucking cool, man. I'm going to find out in like five minutes. Once yeah, you if fucking... you give me my drink, I, I'll <laughs> be able to find out. <laughs> Let me go fucking see it, dude. I, yeah. I get it. Which is funny because like when I worked at a movie theater, I was like, please leave Yeah. my stand. I don't want to talk to you. 
I forgot you've worked in a movie theater go. too. Yeah, and you know, what? I just okay. I just exaggerated. I never worked in concessions. I was the dude who like swept the floors <laughs> or <laughs> swept everything underneath the seat. So it looked. Yeah. Like but you still floors. wanted them to get out of the theater. I still wanted so them to get the, the, the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, I still wanted them yeah. to get the fuck out. We actually used to play this game. There's no way they could fire me this far from when I was there. <laughs> but uh, we used to play a game where if we would find like a half full drink, we would go down to the first row, put the drink in the cup holder. And then kind of take like a three step running punt <gasps> and kick the because you know how like the 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 armchairs yeah, are like yeah, yeah. like the levers yeah we would kick it and see how many rows up we could punt the drink so that's how the seats get so sticky yes one hundred percent if you ever like, look did if that you not ever make more work for yourself no you just I left it I wouldn't clean it no. yeah you never see it it just I was a fucking sixteen year old boy no I fuck no it's like my first job. Uh, but yeah, if you ever think this, uh, the seats are sticky, it's not jizz. It's just Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you know, that doesn't make me feel better. So thanks. I, it should. <laughs> yeah. It definitely should. Yeah. Uh, okay. News. Uh, yeah. So like I was saying, to follow up on something we've previously talked about, um, Scarlett Johansson and Disney have come to a settlement. Oh, surprise, yeah. surprise. It's one of the best things Probably one of the only good things that Bob Chapek has done in his yeah. career at Disney as the CEO so far. Like, yeah, he's kind of fucked up, and like, I think a lot of the reason what we've learned about this afterwards, since we last talked about it, is that like Chapek kind of like didn't really care, mm. you know, about talent relations and stuff like that. So. Uh, did they? Do you guys remember if they recalled like how much she settled for? Did they say or no? I don't think that's been released. No. still. I feel like it's less than she was asking for. Probably. Like, I, if I had to that's guess, usually with like a settlement. Yeah, is, yeah. Right? it's like usually a, like, you highball it, like to a mediation. Be yeah. In the middle. My guess is forty million, but we'll never know. I mean, I wouldn't say net. Never say never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do think a settlement is some sort of an admission of guilt, though. Okay. Right? They don't want to go to court because yeah, they probably because they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, it also sets that precedent, like we talked about. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like, do they want to open the floodgates ah, for like the more good people? old American legal justice system? Instead yeah. of setting a precedent for what should and you know could be the law, let's mm-hmm. just settle it out of court so there is no law and mm-hmm. fuck it. Great. Gotta yep. love multinational corporations. Love America. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, another. Well, it's probably not directly JPEG, uh win, but another win for the fans. We found out that Miss Agatha Harkness is getting her own spin-off show. Mm. I don't know how I feel about this. Really? Yeah. Because it's either a prequel, mm-hmm. which would be cool seeing uh the whole like House of Harkness or uh it could be after she gets turned into uh the like the like Stepford wife yeah. at the end yeah. of the series. Yeah. yeah. Um and then like it's probably gonna be more WandaVision-y, like sitcom mm-hmm. with 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 the elements of her like breaking out uh, yeah. of of the of, of that spell mm-hmm. or you know um depending I guess when it films and is released they could tie it into Multiverse of Madness but that seems less likely considering Multiverse is next year yeah that's true so prequel. I mean, that would make the most sense to me, especially because we've seen they have that sort of origin scene in Mm -hmm. the series where it like goes back to the 1600s. So it's like, there's a lot of 
time in between then and WandaVision that can be filled in. And I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of lore, you know, I too, honestly but... wonder if it'll be more like what I, I think we thought Loki was going to be, where it was going to be a Ooh. lot more time hopping of different Ooh. stories. Yeah. Um, like going through almost kind of like what if in a sense of like snippets of her story though throughout time. Yeah. 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 Almost like Eternals kind of feeling oh, where yeah. it's like, yeah. we're going to see 7,000 years or, I mean, in this case it's much less, but still that's yeah, same idea. Few, yeah. A few hundred years of history yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I, I feel like I agree that doing it post WandaVision, at least with the given information we have at this time, doesn't seem like a very compelling show yeah <laughs> it could be or... interesting though like especially because we've seen a different like i feel like having it be post wandavision could be interesting in the sense that like you're exploring a character that's not necessary like there's no moral quandary that like that yeah. she's kind of in this moral middle ground you know mm. or she's sure. not quite a hero not quite a villain like sure. could be both you know in that sense but Beyond that, yeah, there's not much like yeah, and the, until she breaks out of that yeah, like, yeah. spell, which mm-hmm. who knows if she will, you know. Yeah. Do we need a spinoff show for just every popular character though? That's you know that's like another kind of thing that I thought was like they clearly only did this because everyone was like, oh my god, Catherine Hahn in Wandavision. She's like so hot amazing. right now. <laughs> She's just a she's a that that Catherine Hahn so hot right so now. Hot right now. <laughs> uh, but you know that's why they did it. So it's like, do we do we need a spinoff show for just for everybody who becomes popular? Like, I'm glad we got this one, but like, when does it end? Right? Like the yeah. book of Boba Fett's happening. It's like I love Boba Fett, but like clearly that only happened because like the reception to his, to to Tamara being yeah. in uh, Mando was so yeah you know was so well received. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, they're guaranteed to make money off of it, so it's going to keep happening. Like, that's just how it's always been, so. Well, and I think witches are always, like, a a good selling point, you know, like, especially in the MCU, just the idea of a show based around a witch. Yeah. Especially when they're hot, like Catherine Hahn. Yeah. 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 Um, And especially as we learn more about the Scarlet Witch coming Mm -hmm. to power in, in the films and whatnot. Yep. It will be interesting to see that just juxtaposition between her powers and origin story, and then if we get like more of Agatha's origin story. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we will. But. Do you think Agatha is going to be in the multiverse of madness? It wouldn't surprise me, but I don't know that it's necessarily guaranteed. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, it's fair. Straight out, no. Yeah. Yeah. There's too much going on in that movie already. Like, yeah, true. There, there really Very is. True. Especially with some shit we can talk about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next? Yeah. Um, but in the land of spinoffs and sequels and whatnot. Oh, God, we're so good at these segues. <laughs> yeah. uh, we also learned that that 70s show mm. is getting a sequel spinoff. Mm. I don't really know what to call it, but it's, it's that sequel. 90s show. It's a, yeah. a spinoff, yeah. I would say. Um but it it does involve Red and Kitty coming back, so yeah. yes, it does. Uh, Taylor and I watched. We had both seen the show prior to living together, but when we lived yeah. together, we watched the show in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, I've seen the whole thing somewhat recently. Yeah, uh, you know, it 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 has its like uh, mid two thousands 
PC faux pas, but sure. yeah. but but other than that, it's a pretty fucking solid show. So I could see yeah. why they yeah. would want to do this. I mean, Danny Masterson doesn't hold up at all. Yeah. But you yikes! Know. Well, he won't be in this. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. it doesn't seem like really many of the. Re- they'll probably <laughs> no, I'm sure like that- a few of them if, are are up for coming back. If like, they could replace Lori throughout the series, yeah, they can replace Hyde. Yeah, well, like, and Deadline so- reported that she's up for coming back. Yeah. Who, Lori? Yeah. The second the Lori? Oh, Lori the Laura. sister. Yeah, like, I was thinking Laura Prepper on. No, 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 no. Lori, the sister. Right, right, right. right. She's the actress. Yes, she was a crackhead, yes, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so, okay, so definitely, like, hear where you're coming from in terms of we have that context. For me, that 70s show is, like, I mean, I can't really think of a show I love more than that 70s show for the... Here, uh, for the sake of this, I'll just say it's my favorite TV show of all time because it, it's definitely top three for me. Yeah. Especially in terms of sitcoms, you know? Sure. Um, and it's just one of those shows that's so perfect in so many ways. And um, ironically enough, uh, I actually pitched this same type of concept <laughs> to my mentor about three months ago. Yeah. And I said, I want to do a That 90s show, like... Especially with 90s nostalgia. Yeah. Like coming back, the 80s thing is starting to phase out. Gen Z is all about 90s these days. Exactly. And so it feels like... And like, have you guys both seen the whole series? I'm pretty sure I've seen at least a majority. Yeah. (laughs) Season 8 is not great. Mm -hmm. And they make some really bad decisions. And, you know, obviously one of the big ones is having uh, Seth Meyers' brother being like Uh, the Eric replacement. Yeah. I can't remember what the fuck I his name totally is. I totally forgot that yeah. was a fucking thing. Yeah, and then, you know, they had like uh <laughs> they had like uh Kelso was also gone at that point and they had um fuck Jackie and Fez like living yeah. together and trying to be a th- like there was just a lot of decisions that like kind of ruined the last season of that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for me when I pitched it to my mentor I was like what I want this show to do is to like retcon all like I want Eric and Donna to be together. Yeah. Like, yeah. which is kind of what we're getting, right? Like, it's basically Eric and Donna's kid, apparently. Leia is her oh, name. Oh, is that her oh name? My yeah. God. Oh, yeah. The of press release was is. her name is Leia. Of course. I of didn't course. even, I didn't make that oh, connection, but. Yeah. And she goes to stay with her grandparents, yeah. Kitty and Red, for the summertime. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like the, that's like the premise of the show. Yeah. Okay. But, like, essentially, like, what I always thought was so interesting about doing a spinoff like that was, like, okay seeing what happens when the kids are now the adults and then they have their own kids and obviously there's dichotomies between that you could do a lot of fun interesting things like one of the ideas i and i like i'm talking about this now because the show is getting made so it's like there's no point one of the ideas was like what if the parents are still the stoners and like the kids find the parents you know (laughs) what i mean so like there's a lot of interesting stuff you could do with with that concept and i just really hope that you know, aside from my disappointment as a creator, not having the opportunity to try to write something like that, uh, as a fan, like it's a great idea. It's yeah. a great idea, and I just hope that they don't fuck it up. Yeah, and well, then, that they, they and that they atone. Like the biggest thing, like I said, is like atone. Like making things right in terms of the way the series ended, and like having Eric and Donna be together is like one of those yeah. good things, you know. Um, and yeah, so I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential. I mean. Red and Kitty's relationship as a, in that show is one of my favorite aspects as yeah. as an adult. Like as yeah. a kid, I didn't really appreciate that. And like obviously being married and now and stuff, like it takes on a whole new. I, I am. <laughs> Whoa. Surprise. 
Joel, you were my best man. I know. I gave the best speech of all time. Yeah, the best best man speech. But yeah, so I, you know, I think like it's a smart move to like kind of focus it around uh, Red and Kitty. I just hope yeah. that it's not like cheesy. I don't. Well, it's cheesy, but I just hope that they're going to also introduce new characters, new young characters, which yeah. it sounds like they are. They'll have to. But I'm worried that they won't be as memorable. Sure. Or yeah. As... I get where you're coming from, and I think. I think the main like scare there that that could very well come to fruition is it is a Netflix show, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, Netflix somehow got the rights, and uh, it's it 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 is confirmed that Ashton Kutcher is gonna come back for the show. Yeah. I think maybe they got the rights maybe by the help of Ashton mm-hmm. because he's he has the ranch. Yeah, well, they've also like that was kind of a um, faux right. '70s show reunion with yeah. uh, Deborah Jo Rupp and right. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, if it comes out to be sort of like that show, it's gonna be bad. Like, yeah, the ranch is fucking awful. Yeah. It's... Uh, so hopefully they don't take that um, like direction with the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so obviously. Like I mean, obviously the that '70s show sets were stages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. just something about the ranch—it's so tacky looking. Yeah. You know, like they're so obviously sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so yeah. bad. Well, I think that's because part of the reason is because that the part of the reason why that '70s show holds up, in my opinion, is it was one of the last shows. And I'm like, there's obviously examples after the show ended of this same thing, but it was really one of the last like sitcoms to shoot on film. Yeah. And I think mm. shooting on film makes those sets feel yeah. more tactile as yeah. opposed to digital, yeah, like yeah, the ranch, yeah. where That's it's fair. like, it's the same thing with, remember when they were doing the whole 48 FPS thing? Yeah. And like, everybody was like, it basically makes everything feel cheesy. Yeah. Because yeah. like, this, the whole uh, thought process behind the way we design movies and the way sets are built is to accommodate to that 24 FPS. Yeah. 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 Change that, it changes the whole dynamic. So I think that might be part of the reason why. But, I'm like I'm excited, you know. I'm yeah. really excited to see what happens with the show. I just hope they don't fuck it up. No, it's supposedly yeah. the kid gets into shenanigans, which is what the original show was all about, right? I'm, yeah. I think I'm paraphrasing, but I think the tagline that they had released was something along the lines like, "Was like the times change, but sex, drugs, and rock and roll never die." Yeah, like stays the same. <laughs> yeah. Something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. I mean, I think it honestly, I'd be interested to see who's casting it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to see, because if it's like you know. The people who did Stranger Things, right. you know, they had a, they've got a pretty good, you know, kid cast. Yeah. Um, the daughter will be Topher Grace in a wig. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put it past him at this point. <laughs> um, I love Topher. Not yeah. The best career moves lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's ever since he left that '70s show. I mean, he hasn't really done anything super memorable at least in my opinion like there's been a couple like take me home tonight was a yeah. good but like that was a pretty funny he's movie, been kind actually. of off the radar for like the last yeah. like 10 years oh really. i watched a wasn't pretty he... bad movie of oh. his recently wasn't there a movie where he played like david duke as well recently too, oh yeah in, Bl- in black Klansman. yeah oh that's right mm, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, actually. Black what the... i know oh i know Taylor. i own the movie and i still haven't Taylor. watched it okay I know, well, that's he, does a, he does a pretty good job in that i'll tell you yeah didn't wait hang on guys i think we're forgetting spider-man 3 oh yeah of course well, that was during 70s time wasn't it that was after or then it was i'm right clearly after. trolling yeah. you because there was never a spider-man 3. that's true yeah. i was like what if oh, it's like Grace the was in spider-man bears. 3 yeah you mean the berenstein bears the barnstein the bernstein the berenstein the i always, thought it, I always thought it was the bernstein bears but then i learned it was the berenstein bears nobody actually knows what it is i thought yeah, it was always the spare and oh bears. God, yep hey, that's it yep <laughs> 
you, you guys aren't from that universe uh, but no. you know like jumping back to the uh to the 70s show thing just to close this out because yeah. i do love this show with yeah. all of my being. oh yeah no i know it's, uh it's great i just hope that they like think about i don't know if you guys remember the pilot of the show the first episode is them trying to steal beer from a parents from the party their parents are oh having yeah. Upstairs, yeah, yeah, right? yeah 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 it's episodes like that that like make seventy show what it is, and I just hope that they stick to that same kind of formula and stick to that same kind of idea. Yeah. Nice. Um <laughs> very nice. I, I just opened That's a beer with a flathead screwdriver. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> very quiet. <laughs> yeah. Not my usual. Yeah, good but stuff. Not your... yeah. What is the uh oh, what is um uh Doctor Horrible. Oh when yeah. He... <laughs> Nathan Filling goes not my usual, but nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um so yeah, that's all that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it and just like you said, hope it doesn't suck. So. But you know what just... will kind of suck? Oh yeah, let's talk about it. <sighs> Is if Ayatsi does uh, indeed have to go on strike. You guys know how much it costs to join well, Ayatsi 728, let which me... is the Set Take lighting technicians union. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say seven thousand five hundred dollars. Six hundred and forty-eight dollars. Ah, uh, so you didn't even let me. Because <laughs> you know the <laughs> answer. Price of right rules. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have said one dollar? Uh, maybe seven thousand five hundred one dollars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, first of all, Joel, us. why don't you explain to the people who don't know what IOTSI is? IOTSI is the international. Uh, I actually don't, don't know look what, at me. I actually what, 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 what is it? Not what it stands for. Like uh, it is the Film uh, Workers Union. It is a national organization. It is all of the unionized film workers, from like lighting to set medics to the people that feed you on set to yeah. art department to uh, wardrobe. wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. basically everyone what they call below the line. So like yeah. not producers, not right. writers, not directors, that kind of stuff. Uh, and there has been a long overdue overhaul of the system i don't know you guys may have remembered the writer strike in 2008 um mm-hmm. you know that's obviously like the wga you know had their own problems with yeah a lot of it was due to like the new media stuff as far as i'm aware right where it's like they were they were trying to fight for like new like essentially residuals on new media which is like streaming and like all these other new ancillary sources of income that yeah. were much smaller than they are now yeah, so they, you know, they they were on strike, and then now, okay, it's the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. Yeah. Um, there are, like you said, you said the word new media, yeah. right? Netflix, Hulu, Apple, HBO, HBO, Max, yeah. yeah. These were all Disney Plus. These were all things, I uh, God, but like I want to say, it's it's been so long since they've been like new media. Well, yeah. I mean, they're right? not anymore. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the it's thing. the standard. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, so but here's the thing: is the it's not new media now; it's streaming. Yeah, we are. <laughs> our contracts are up every three years, right? So even three years ago, I wouldn't even say it was fucking new media anymore. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. the whole the whole like the gist is these streaming platforms are underpaying people getting away with things like rolling lunches which is not breaking for lunch and mm-hmm. just paying meal penalties because the fees are low enough that they have enough money to just fucking pay them yeah but that means that people are standing for 16 hours a day not eating not yeah. being able to take 
a fucking measly half hour break to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's look, Ted Lasso won seven Emmys. Yeah, that's... they're not new media anymore. No, they're exactly. Major, like the, they're major let's, players. Let's yeah. put it this way: there were more Emmy nominations for streaming platforms than there were for traditional yeah. networks. Right. Exactly. So, like that tells you what they're you need not. To. They are not new media anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the AM. PTP, which I think is the Association of Motion Picture, Picture and Television, Television Producers, yes, is the people we are fighting against right now. Um, and they're like, no, no, what do you mean? New media, we don't have the money to do it. But yeah. you know, all our directors are getting, um, you know, massages at lunch on our yachts, fucking yeah. that we fly them to on private jets between sets. And oh <laughs> no, but that PA needs to make ten dollars an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I feel like a lot of this is for those people. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, sure. I would like a shorter day. Yeah. Um, And that is part of the fight. It's like a max 10-hour day, yeah. mm-hmm. which would be cool. Right now, Fucking we're doing like 12 to 16. Straight yeah. up, yeah. Um, but I'm fine working a, a 12. That's, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm used to. That's, you yeah. know, that's what I've always done. As long yeah. as I get a lunch, have a proper turnaround, yeah, I'm a 12-hour day is fine. I feel like the biggest thing are the people that aren't being paid well yeah or the people that have to fire watch for fucking 16 hours like yeah. on their feet or something like that F- you know fire watches you just stand and watch a a movable object yeah, like that a truck can't be stolen or whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah but you don't get to go anywhere no you just or, sit there. you know you can't even go to the crafty table to, you know to get food or water yeah but like electricians like me or grips you know we're making like 50 dollars an hour yeah and these PAs are making like ten. Yeah. So I feel like a a big fight is for wage increase. Wage increase yeah. for for other for other people. Basically, um, the assistants, like even the yeah. writers' assistants, mm-hmm. like a lot script of the script coordinators. coordinators yeah. Exactly, yeah. like yeah. writers' rooms. Like these people make less than like someone at In and Out would make. Yeah. And they are busting their ass, you know, yeah. like. And uh, no benefits. And yeah. And, you know, yeah. and, you know, the AMPTP is also trying to increase um, our um, eligibility for health care and mm-hmm. pension. They're trying to up the hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now we have to have 600 hours to get health care. They're trying to up that. That's ridiculous. And, but, they've, but they've already upped it from 400 hours. Yeah, I mean, like, you know well, I mean? when you're working 18 hours a day, I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> they're like, oh, we're going to work you 20 hours a day. So we'll just, you know. Yeah, I mean, so like I'm only up. at 517 hours, you know, so I've joined the, like, I'm very thankful that, you know, I'm in the union now, but I still don't even have health care. Yeah. Like, I need about 80 more hours mm-hmm. by December. Yeah. Or I, you know, or I won't qualify and for health care. That's and yearly, right? You have to hit that mark yearly, or do you uh, just like you need six hundred to qualify for in your first year, and then it's four hundred every six months, I think. Oh, okay. So it's not as bad. Once I get it, it's not as bad. But like to yeah. get it to get is it, hard. Yeah. 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 Um. But and yeah, and now we might fucking go on strike, which would suck. Yeah. But you know, it is it is what it is, and I know that the local eighty, which is the grip and crafty and uh, set medic union has said there for some reason I've got no fucking communication from my union. Yeah. Uh, but their union has told them AMPTP has made some concessions and they are working with us, but it is not enough. So it is a matter of days and not weeks before we take action. Yeah. So 
So we might go on strike tomorrow. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's let's also mm-hmm. note that a vote was held between all IATSE members. Oh, this and was great. What was yeah. it? It was ninety-eight percent. Yeah, it was ninety yeah, percent yeah. of union members participated in the vote, yeah. and out of those, it was a ninety-eight percent win. Win. Yeah. Of like, let's fuck this shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that tells you like how. Uh, and AMP and they're like they're still not taking it seriously. Yeah, how yeah. widespread this issue yeah. is. You know, it's not just like one department or one set or one production. Like it's a, really a systematic issue in a lot of ways in the film industry or systemic. I yeah, don't know which one of those it would be. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, I've, I've I have been lucky that once I you know got older in my career and more professional, my days have gotten easier. You know, yeah. I get paid more. I'm you know there are hard there are hard days, but. Of um, it's not as bad as yeah. like five years ago, you know, like when working on yeah. when you and I were working with uh, footage films. Footage films. We work fucking I mean, eighteen hours a day, dude, have a six hour turnaround. No, come remember back that one time hours? when we were on set and they worked us eighteen hours a day trying to get this oneer. Yeah. Remember? And then they're like, "Oh, we couldn't get the shot. We got one take. So, like, can you guys come back tomorrow and oh we'll pay gosh. for half day? We watched and, the sunrise. That yeah, day. and we watched the sunrise, and they didn't give us second meal or anything like nope. that. We we were like, fuck, like." Yes, we want, you know, the extra pay like they were going to pay us for a full day for half day. But we all knew going in that, that once we come back, that's going to be a full day. Yeah. That half day I mean? turned into a full day And then not to mention quick. stuff like Frater Days, which is like yeah. sadly like common yeah. in the industry. Like that should be a rare exception. Yeah. And Frater Days are like you work all week and then Friday they're like, oh, actually call tomorrow is going to be like later in the day. So then yeah. you work all night Friday. And into Saturday. And into morning. Saturday. So you don't yeah. have a fucking Saturday. And then so you sleep, you know, you have like. Half a Sunday to do what you need to do before your Monday is a fucking 6 a.m. call. Yeah, and yeah. what they do is they shift the call time upward, yeah. move it throughout forward the throughout week. the week yeah. to be able to make that happen. So it's definitely something that's intentional. And yeah, I mean, you know, the this vote to authorize the strike has already happened. It's just a matter of, like Joel said, whether they're going to negotiate and yeah. whether the terms are good enough to accept. And Which it seems like it's not. So for those who are not <laughs> yeah. as in the business, uh, what will that mean for everything in production right now it means we won't work yeah it means we won't be making new things i mean non-union well here's the thing it's actually really tricky because like man if you love your hbo shows you're in luck because hbo is not under the basic iossi agreement which is hbo strike yeah wild dude hbo fucks their employees so hard like they're not under the basic agreement so they don't even have to pay you scale like they can pay you whatever the fuck they want um So like if you you're look you're getting your new season at Euphoria whether we strike or not yeah um but other things you know like this is gonna delay like you know the multiverse of madness or I don't actually I think they may have well it's it's really really anything that's in production or or about to go into production so there will be it's it's basically if it happens it's gonna be another case of like what happened with the pandemic where there's like all these delays it might not be as big or as widespread in terms of you know. If it's a strike that happens two weeks, that's not going to have a major effect sure. on yeah, yeah. everything down the line. But if it's six months or nine months or even a year, like, which I hope to God that it wouldn't be. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Deadline is actually reporting that uh, talks are going to continue Monday. So okay. it looks like yeah. we're not striking in the morning, which was yeah. a I was hearing a lot from my friends that like we might not be working this week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if talks are resuming Monday, to me, that means that they've made some sort of progress progress yeah you know yeah. what i mean like yeah and i actually it's so crazy to me i'm i keep hearing the word progress right 
if I was a negotiator, I would just walk into the AMPTP and be like, this is what I want if I don't get this. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, these are the these are the terms. You don't meet them? Okay, yeah. I'll come back tomorrow, but these are my terms still. Yeah. I come back tomorrow and I go, remember those terms? They're the same terms. Yeah. Oh, you don't... Okay. You, you don't meet them? Okay. Strike. Yeah. yeah. Like, how is prog- like, progress made yeah. in negotiations? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, like- it's a tricky balance because at the same time, like, it's not good for people to not work. Like, nobody wants to strike, mm-hmm. you know? Like, nobody wants to not make money, but... It's the only at- effective way for change. Exactly. I could be buying a Tesla so- this year, <laughs> but we're going to go on strike instead, which would be awful. Yeah. But I get it. We're doing you it should for- just bill... The aim PTP for, for a Tesla. Tesla? Like, you fuckers, here you go. Did you hear about that guy that made, like, millions of dollars just sending Facebook, like, invoices and they would just pay them? Really? No. Yeah, he, like, finally got caught, but he would, like, oh apparently gosh. they were just, like, so swamped. They were, they just, like, he was sending them invoices pay. and, like, they'd pay it. Dude, that's actually, like, kind of devilishly genius. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have to pay the money back? Oh, I'm sure. He I got didn't some, continue. I'm sure, oh, he got okay. the article, but yeah, I'm, I mean, he probably didn't have the money to pay it back. Yeah. True. He probably just got. True. In if trouble. he kept needing to invoice him, yeah. clearly he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what's going on with the strike, and we'll definitely be learning more about that. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a kind of big news in the industry right now. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. we don't strike, dude. I want some of this Agatha Harkness show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, most things you guys watch are IOT productions. Yeah. yeah, some of them aren't, but yeah. most, most of them are. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, we God, we watched a lot. You guys, mm-hmm. there's a lot to catch up on. Yeah, uh, I feel like the episode is going to be titled "What If," so let's start with that. Yeah, um, then we can move on to slash Venom slash Bond. What if James Bond had no time to die? Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, what if Venom had no time to die? I wish you he had. I wish he had more time. What to if? Die. What if? James Bond had no time for Carnage. Ooh, there you go. That's it. What if Bond had no Venom to die for? <laughs> what if Bond Ooh. hated Venom as much as Joel did? Oh, my oh. God. That's the title of the movie. Was that the end of the news? Yeah, yes, that was so. the end okay. of the news. Just, <laughs> you're, all, you're all okay. Just making sure just like, after the segue happens. Sure. Uh, yeah, so the last two episodes of What If, we've been covering it like every Marvel show. Obviously, you fucking plebs. Um <laughs> The second to last episode was a sweet post-apocalyptic tale of the two uh, kindred spirits we love the most. <laughs> Nat Indeed. and Clint. Nat and Clint. Uh, <laughs> Nut and Clint, as I like to call them. Uh, I, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I, this episode was interesting because it was, what if Ultron won? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if he won? Everybody died. Yeah. Yeah. The old term bots were everywhere. Indeed. Yeah. It, it was definitely... Uh, How did fucking Hawkeye survive? Because he's Hawkeye. Fucking everybody. He's so hot. <laughs> hot guy. <laughs> he's a guy. Yep. He's the hottest guy. Um, speaking of which, the whole Nat-Clint thing I thought was an interesting parallel to Infinity War, what happens in that movie. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, like it's... it's I think like... Totally. The, entire point of the episode it's pretty obvious yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. but i think it's a good idea to explore you know like, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. it was worthwhile in my opinion yeah so this is the first uh we get to see of ultra vision uh after the cliffhanger in the prior episode mm-hmm. where ultra vision shows up. i mean people are calling him all kinds of shit but i'm calling him ultra vision. it's ultra vision yeah um ultra vision is revealed to 
have been successful in the upload and uh mm-hmm. he's like i need to destroy the entire world and he fucking does it dude he mm-hmm. he, he he destroys the world yeah thanos even shows up with the fucking infinity gauntlet he just cuts him in half yeah yeah that was a pretty great moment i really love that the stones mm-hmm. steals the stones and then he's like there's more than just this planet and then he destroys mm-hmm. the entire universe yeah and then there's more than just this universe uatu was like oh no what is happening yeah i'm watching all of this and then oh no he can see me and then ultron's like what and who, yeah who is that Ultron <laughs> turns around and he's like who the fuck is talking yeah, yeah. that was a great like fourth wall break you know yeah it was really good yeah uh yeah and then he like fucks that shit up yep uh and then so basically the entire episode is like they want to destroy ultron in that universe because he's the one that has all the stones yes and their plan is hydra mm-hmm. yeah it's zola. zola zola yeah zola. classic fucking marvel yeah hydra it's all about like hydra i feel like they've gone back to that well the zola well like multiple times, times. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is funny for being like such a minor character in that first cat movie he's had like a pretty freaking huge influence yeah. on yeah. the mcu like he really has um, yeah I, th- I thought it was interesting especially like kind of you know obviously echoing winter soldier and the whole bunker and you know all that stuff like yeah. it was it was chill it was chill uh we see uatu start to really question his oath mm-hmm. right clint is almost at the answer to how to defeat ultron and he's like it's i it's just there i could oh it's so good i could that yeah, scene was I really good yeah i could tell him he's like you're right there yeah. Like he's yeah. like secretly rooting him on. It's great, but he doesn't. Yeah, yet, <laughs> <laughs> not yet at least. Spoilers. Yeah, and then just you know on a pure characterization level, like the fact that Natasha just grabs it and he was like, "That's like my box." I was looking through that box. Yeah. Like it was just <laughs> that a was great, a, really good one. a great moment. Like that was my box. Yeah, what's in the box? <laughs> uh, it's not. Is it Jeremy Renner? It kind of sounded like him, but it kind of didn't. I mean, that's like been most of the voice acting in the show where it's right. like, right? Well, I know for Chris a fact Hemsworth it's not ScarJo, right? So no. I was wondering no. if it was actually uh, Jeremy Renner or not. Yeah. Um, I would say it probably is since he's still like contracted for the like the Hawkeye show, right? Mm-hmm. I would assume it's him. Uh, but yeah, that uh, how does that episode? Oh, he man. fights the Watcher. Um, which was oh, a the cool Dragon Ball Z moment. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, Jeremy yeah. Renner. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, I, yeah, that's what I and assumed. Lake Bell is Natasha. Lake Bell. Oh, that's right, yeah. dude. She's uh, she's great, great voice yeah. actress. Awesome mm-hmm. as Poison Ivy in the Harley Quinn show. Yeah, uh, Hawkeye sacrifices himself as opposed to Nat, like yeah. in Endgame. Uh, a really cool shot of him like blowing everybody up, mm-hmm. but like he didn't need to jump off the fucking cliff to shoot the fucking arrow <laughs> like yeah he lets go of nat so he can like shoot the arrow into them but it's like yeah. you could have just shot the arrow and then like ran yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then it wouldn't have this that's another like parallel thing they've done a I lot with, with hawkeye is having him jump off shit and turn around and like yeah but it looks cool it does look cool yeah. but it's like do something else for once <laughs> nah <laughs> what else are you gonna do when your power is like i aim real good yeah, yeah. i mean it was really cool that he like uploaded zola into the arrow to oh then shoot yeah into... that was a that was a cool moment yeah 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 i guess like the whole premise is like zola is like uh 
analog tech as yeah. opposed to Tony's like super fancy Wi-Fi Bluetooth nanotech or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck yeah. it, it is. And so they uploaded Zola to an arrow, which I just think USB arrow is hilarious. Yeah, yeah it really. Well, they did that in uh, yeah, they yeah, did that in Avengers too. Yeah, the yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Well, they, uh, I like when the guy's playing um, Galaga. Yeah, in that scene, yes, in of Avengers, course. that's great. Anyway, they shoot the fucking uh, USB arrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. It's not the best plot point, but there's no, Zola but it's. Arrow? It's Zola kind of, era. it's kind of, yeah. It's kind of funny that like the idea of them Zola being an arrow, like yeah. just uh, like on a pure comedy level, like yeah. I think that's kind of hilarious. Well, and also I think that like when we first see Zola again, where he's like, "I'm Zola, that's right, I'm still here," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it, we've already." Yeah, yeah. Oh, when he actually <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. He threatens him with like the water bottle. He's yeah, like, I'll pour it on you. I am the arrow now. Yeah. <laughs> I have become the arrow, and I will defend the universe from uh, the Ultron, the Ultra Vision. Uh, Uatu powers up like fucking Goku mm-hmm. and fights Ultra Vision. Yeah, um, he blasts through many universes, have lots of universes. Some of them Star Wars universes. Oh, I didn't notice that. Did you notice this? No, I didn't catch that. That's uh, cool. They blast through Mustafar. Oh, yeah, you can see Vader's castle in the background. Oh my gosh! Jeez. They blast through a Clone Wars episode universe. It's like kind of like underwater, and there's like the little like crab or like the like the roach walkers mm-hmm. looking yeah. motherfucking things. I forget what they're called. Clearly, I'm not going to compete in any Star Wars schmodown anytime soon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they blast through multiple universes that aren't even in the Marvel. MCU. Yeah. And um, I feel like I feel like Uatu really could have done this himself, but he didn't. There's a moment where Ultravision is like holding Uatu's head, and he's like about to kill him, and Uatu mm-hmm. just like bats his hand away. Yeah, like mm-hmm. swipes his shit away, basically. Just, yeah, but he like yeah. he's that he's that powerful, right? But he. But he's a watcher, man. He's got a yeah. conscience. See, that's what separates him from Ultron, bro. I guess. <laughs> uh, is the end of the episode when we find out who he recruits, or is that the beginning it, of the next episode? It's so the episode ends with him in Strange's dimension. Yeah, that he Supreme Strange. Yeah, yeah. In the episode four or five or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he goes to the tiny little universe, universe where yeah. Supreme Strange is just chilling by himself. Held yeah. Up. yeah. And he's like, yo, dog, I need your help. And he's like, I thought you'd never go. And he's like, oh, my God, I've been so fucking lonely. Yeah, I've yeah. been so bored. Yeah. Like, all right, give me some friends. Yeah, right. This is your mission. Do you think he can just talk to all the people he's like absorbed over the years, though? Like, Maybe he's not lonely. Maybe he's just hanging out with like, thousands of people in his head at all times. Maybe. Like Venom? I hate you. <laughs> uh, the final episode. Is called uh, the Guardians of the Multiverse. Indeed, mm-hmm. Indeed. which sh- so we sh- we were supposed to get ten episodes. Yes, right. So there is a scene in this episode where you were like, "Wait, we haven't seen that yet," and it's because we were supposed to see it. It was Tony and Gamora on Sakaar. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we didn't mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, because for some is that was that really supposed know. to be one of the episodes? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean that scene kind of came out of nowhere where you're like, yeah, but like that was supposed to be a whole other episode. Uh, mm. hmm, I wonder if they're saving that for season two. Then I have read yes. That's what I thought they <laughs> yeah. said. Like, oh, we decided something. That's 
apparently it just wasn't done. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah, huh. which for, is weird. To, like, you knew this was coming. Yeah. yeah. You had your fucking deadlines. Strange. Yeah. Uh, I will. <laughs> hey, see what you did there. You even made me do a double take. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, like on, on the outset, I think this episode was um, like I think my favorite part was just the first like three minutes of him just like recruiting, people. collecting everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. every everything beyond that, I felt like was so rushed. Mm-hmm. Like it felt. I think I told you guys this earlier. Like it yeah. felt like it should have been yeah. at least a two parter, or they spend like the last three episodes like building up. You know, which yeah. essentially it's two now, but yeah, it just felt um, it felt a little rushed. And although I liked some of the stuff in it, it wasn't super satisfying as a season finale, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, the Watcher collects a team of multiversal heroes to fight mm-hmm. against Ultra Vision. We have Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. We have Party Thor. Mm-hmm. We have Supreme Strange. Yeah, we Star have Lord T'Challa. Star Lord T'Challa. Mm-hmm. We have Eric Killmonger as Black Panther. Yeah, mm-hmm. and is that it? Um, have... and Gamora, the Gamora. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Thanos Gamora. Is that what we, what we want to call her? Yeah, she has yeah. like the blade. And uh, uh, Apocalypse Natasha, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And that. And, and uh, basically, they. I mean, I don't. I don't know, I don't know how to. Yeah, like you said, it's rushed. Like, there's not much to talk about the rest of the episode because the rest of the episode is they just fucking fight Ultravision. Yeah. yeah. Although it is pretty cool how they bring the zombie horde back uh, which, yeah. with Wanda, which was tight. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I okay, yeah. That. They had they had kind of implemented every episode mm-hmm. in the recruiting of the team, uh-huh. and I was exactly. like, man, how are they gonna like they didn't they didn't really implement the zombie episode. Yeah. And then Supreme Strange just opens a portal and like millions of zombies yeah. like yeah. fall on Ultravision yeah. and you're like, yeah, that's damn, pretty cool. You're that's like, tight. Dang. But then he gets out. Yeah. Yeah. He gets and out. Has to fight. Oh, I'd also like to he zombie. he just straight up murders Wanda. Captain Marvel too. Yeah. He like brings her to the center of a planet and just like explodes the planet. Yeah. But that was in the last episode. Yeah. And we're already past that. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I found Especially with the whole Killmonger um, twist, if you will, too, like was so telegraphed. Well, yeah. I mean, it was I mean so... if you watch his episode, he fucking backstabs everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it wasn't really. Yeah, it was telegraphed. Like he's yeah. like, oh, I ha- oh, I have the stones now. But like, kind of not yeah. in a good way. Where it's like, I wish that twist, if you will, would have been like they would have buried the lead a little bit more. Yeah, on it, you know. Yeah, where it's yeah. like make you think he's gonna do the right thing, and like, nah, he's actually just still the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, a big problem I had with it was that in Infinity War, when Thanos shows up to Wakanda with all the stones, nobody can land a punch on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, nobody can touch him. He's using all the different stones. He uses the Power Stone. He uses the fucking Time Stone. He uses, you know, he uses all of them. He uses the Reality Stone. And then in this, everyone's just punching Ultravision. Like, left and right, they're just, like, beating the shit out of him. Yeah. It's like, if you have all the Infinity Stones... Why are you letting anybody touch you? Why are you even entertaining being on the planet talking to them? Just fucking use the stone, use the time stone, pause all time, and do what you need to fucking like. What do you? Well, why are you letting I them beat you up? I wonder if it was because we find out that those stones weren't meant for that universe. Oh, like they're from a different universe, maybe. Or actually, well, Nobody I guess still no, uses not those stones, them, but the yeah. the the stone crusher or whatever that. Oh has. yeah, yeah, the so, disintegrator. Yeah. 
maybe never mind maybe i don't know like for for, (laughs) for me personally like i didn't have as big of a problem with it because i think it makes the episode kind of boring and it makes the fight boring like we want to see them fight ultra vision like that's the whole point of the setup so it's like yeah but they they didn't really make it creative like totally they could have gotten more creative with it but like i didn't have that big of an issue with it just because i'm like okay there's like some cool stuff's happening because of this you know like one creative thing was like when he used the time stone because he does finally use the time stone. Yeah, which was... But then Supreme Strange uses his time stone. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. you could have gotten more creative with, like, yeah. stones, f- like, First fight. Stone. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, no, it was just like, I'm letting Captain Carter throw a shield at me. Yeah. Why? You have the fucking stones. Why are you letting anybody throw a shield at you? What the <laughs> yeah. fuck is happening? And yeah. then, yeah, it's just, it's like so easily, I don't know. Like you said, it was rushed, and for such a strong season... I feel like I've had pretty good things to say about the whole, yeah, season as yeah. a whole. Yeah, this was t- I was like, man. Well, so yeah. again, and I think this has been kind of like a recurring theme, if you will, between the first like couple of Disney Plus shows, is they've mm-hmm. all kind of failed to stick the landing in one way or another. Yeah. Like they've all had their issues, and except for Loki. I think Loki's the best that has come so far, but it's not perfect by any means, right? Like it's still. They stick the landing for the most part, I'm but there's still. Yeah. I mean, yes. Like, it was a great episode, but there's but still. But it wasn't some... Mephisto, so. Yeah, exactly. As long as oh, it's. Uh, unless it's Mephisto. Ultra Vision, Mephisto? Be... Oh, Maybe. Damn. No, it's actually uh, Killmonger. No, I think <gasps> it's going to be the Agatha Harkness show, Mephisto, all along. Nice. That would be great, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the interesting things that I kind of actually forgot about um, until I looking it up right now is the <laughs> is the uh uh black widow like refusing to go back to her universe because yeah. like it's there's nothing left basically yeah. um so like that's, they send her back to the universe where all the avengers have been killed right i know and i think i'm not sure if that's the question i have about that scenario is like is her mcu is her universe our universe that we know is the mcu or was she no. a part of a because in her, oh, you mean her? You no, because she's from the What If Ultron. Yeah, exactly. One. So, but like that universe where the, all the Avengers get killed, like, well, that can't be the real universe because our Avengers. Yeah, are that's that's true. That's true. I don't yeah, know why yeah. I would have thought that. No, it's the one where Hank Pym fucking murked everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, the episode. So I don't know. Fucking Killmonger is like, yo, we beat Ultravision. Then he's like, yeah, dog, but I'm gonna take these stones because I want ultimate power to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. And then Zola's like, that body's mine, homie. And he like starts like stealing the suit back from him, so yeah. the stones are in the middle of him. Mm-hmm. And then Supreme Strange is like, we were never meant to fucking defeat either of them. We were just supposed to separate the stones from the body. Yeah. And then they like f- he like freezes the like them to like fighting over the stones in like a little bubble bubble mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uatu's like hey so you still have to stay in this tiny universe forever yeah uh, hey we did it <laughs> but watch this little bubble and yeah. don't let it break and then he just sticks everybody back in their shitty ass universe except for <laughs> uh nat yeah. yeah um did you guys see the mid credit scene for this but in this last episode by the way I don't. I didn't catch it. I didn't realize there was. A, that shows you how how fucking. I think I told you. Well, I think I told you what it was. Yeah, it was there. Um, they're in like a stomper or something. That's the the. Oh yeah, the they find Cap. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, they find Cap from yeah. Captain Carter's. I think Uatu tells Captain Steve, Carter like, "Yo," because she's like, "I don't want to go back." 
Like, I want to go to where Steve's alive. And he kind of tells her, he's like, trust me, I think you want to go back. Um, And she goes back, and they had found the Hydra Stomper, uh, which which had been lost at the end of that episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think they're setting up for season two kind of like Cap being Winter Soldier. That'd be you mean Steve being Winter Soldier. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. we have Cap Carter. Our Cap, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Their the cap male Cap is yes. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're setting up, like, Steve to be Winter Soldier. Interesting. Because mm. it's kind of how they found, like, you know, like, Bucky fell off the train. Yeah. And then they found him later. Yeah, yeah. And he was Winter Soldier. Yeah. Kind of seems like that's what they're setting yeah. up for Cap Carter fighting Cap. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah. Sorry, anyway. what was that? Was it was it Cap Carter or Carter Cap? Or Cap finds was it Cap. Coach Carter? Is that the sequel? So Cap finds <laughs> Cap, and then Cap C- Coach is there, and <laughs> then they play uh, Matt and Ben in a uh, Angel Dogma style oh my football game. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Ted Lasso's there for some reason. Oh man, just spreading the love. Spreading the love. Um. What do you call it? Uh, we do know there's going to be a season two, so all the answers we have that are not answered yeah, will yeah. probably still not be answered next season. I, I would <laughs> say my biggest note, if you will, on this season is like I want to see stuff next season that's like not just the opposite of what we got in the MCU, right? I yeah. want to see stuff like completely out there, completely different from what we've seen. Well, like, Zombies not good enough for you? Too? No, Zombies was good enough, but I feel like you could do a whole season of episodes like that, and like it would serve the fucking premise of the show better. Yeah, um, I I liked how they tied kind of each episode in at the end there, but yeah. I agree with yeah. you that like I feel like they missed the mark yeah. on how they did it, and so kind of what's the point? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. This is their first animated show, so yeah. it's like I'm gonna give them a cut sure. them a little slack because yeah. like the one thing Marvel has always been good at is recognizing their mistakes and like improving them. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Onward. So it's like I have nothing but faith that like Marvel has the ability to create a really great show that's really memorable with like that really sticks the landing. But this, unfortunately, like wasn't. Uh, I still think Loki's the best of the Disney yeah. And who knows? We've got. This ending of this might tie into things in the future. You never know. They always yeah. do that. So. Yeah. You know, we might eat our words, but yeah. I think for the ser- the season standalone, it could have ended on a better note. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Oh, my God. I had something to say. Sorry. It's okay. It's not. Oh, uh, everyone on the internet is talking about why didn't Vision just cut Thanos in half in Infinity War? Uh... Mm-hmm. Because Thanos are... Hmm? Yeah, exactly. Uh, because, because Vision had a conscience. Because Vision had a conscience and he didn't have the super... Well, I guess he has His super intelligence. Was but like, like, not like Ultron's super intelligence, right? I feel like... Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say, actually. You both have a, a conscience. Would you kill one murderer to save a billion innocent people? Not unless you're Batman. Of course you would. <laughs> you just lock him up away in jail so he could get out in like two years. Damn, you got me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's everyone was like, I guess some people were saying like maybe he didn't have the like full understanding of the mind exactly, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he like didn't know that he could do that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was a good point though. I thought like, man, Vision could have just done that the whole time. That's fucking. You could have saved a lot of problems there, bud. <laughs> but he's a good guy. What is he's love? A good dude. What is love if what is 
the, sh- the ship something of if not persevering <laughs> yeah what if is love grief what is gr- mm-hmm. yes what is grief if not love persevering although i i i still i think that line's like still incredible oh it's one of the best lines like, of all time it's, yeah. it sums yeah. up that entire series oh yeah <clears throat> but what is the ship of theseus <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, we'll see what comes next of that in season two because that is happening. Yeah. Uh, probably more Jeffrey Wright. Man, I want to see Jeffrey Wright as a watcher in, in live action. Yeah. I just want to see Jeffrey Wright in everything. You I think would, we'll get you know, it in, in there, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in live action. The Multiverse of Madness? I would buy it. Yeah. yeah. I would buy it. Yeah. For how much? One <laughs> He's like, billion a, dollars. Yeah, a dollar. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> a, a price of a movie ticket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Maybe maybe two movie tickets. Yeah, uh, I don't two. know my twenty dollar monthly A yeah, list yeah, fee. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's free for me when I go and see it. Uh, we, okay, two of us. Yeah. So wait, that do we want to rate that season? Oh, uh, eight out of ten. Um, seven out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say seven out of ten. As well. You dumb sluts. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, three point five out of five. Ah, <laughs> there I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two of us saw Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we did. And was, I was not one of those people. Yeah, just, <laughs> not that I don't want to see the movie. I now everybody knows. Uh, <gasps> it was Lauren and I saw Venom. Not together. No. Nope. Surprisingly. Yeah. We tried. We did. That didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I would I would rather watch X-Men 3 um, once a week than never have to watch that movie ever again. Wow. Sounds like a bet coming. I was going to say. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm not I making a bet on this. Oh, that reminds me. Taylor, when are we uh, making God, a tattoo appointment know, right? for somebody over yeah. here? Damn it. we got to figure that out. He was hoping we'd forget <laughs> or something like that. That's never going to die. I posted, <laughs> yeah. hey, I posted an Instagram story of Pat getting a tattoo the other week, mm. and the amount of people who responded to my story <laughs> who was like, is this your Suicide Squad? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's fucking I not. love that it's become a thing. That's great. <laughs> I was like, God people are not gonna forget this that's nope. hilarious um it's on record bro it is i want to say that i still haven't seen the entirety of the first venom movie <laughs> I f- i've tried twice and i fell asleep both times wow, um okay. i did not fall asleep in this one but i wish i had <laughs> uh look it opens up with a young woody harrelson right so not him played by a different actor a young cletus cassidy and they dub in Woody Harrelson's voice, which is just from the. Are you sure about that? One hundred percent. Okay. Like, I have to watch it again. I mean, I I obviously don't have like you know like the fucking production. <laughs> there's gonna be notes on me. Carney. <laughs> it's like, but just like there's no way that that teenage boy sounds like a fucking fifty year old Woody Harrelson when he talks. It. You know, I was just like, okay. oh my god, because like because I hear his voice off screen, and I'm like, oh, it's Woody. And then they like cut to the kid and he's talking. And I'm like, oh, oh what the fuck? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but and again, you know, obviously I haven't seen the movie, but I just feel like Woody Harrelson is such weird casting as Carnage as Cletus Cassidy. Like, if the movie had been better, I would have actually loved the casting. Yeah. Okay. But the okay. movie is just Fair. really Fair. bad. I mean, he's Fair. he's a strange enough dude to like yeah. play oh, yeah, weird. I think all the stuff of him in the prison, yeah, is really good. All the stuff is him as Cletus. I feel like, and once he escapes good. the prison, it's like. But once he's oh Carnage, my God, yeah, it's so yeah. bad. Yeah, it's it's okay. a little rough. Right. I didn't hate the movie as much as Joel did, um, but it is. I'm honestly bad. Not the greatest, um, as well. But uh, no, I I I agree that like his Cletus stuff was good. 
it's a comedy movie. That's it. Yeah. Like, which I appreciate. I think some of my favorite stuff from the first Venom movie was the comedy, the comedy. stuff. Yeah, and I think that was like taking itself too seriously. It didn't work in that movie for me. Yeah. So, but I don't I think, think it that's needs... why they went this way. I don't think yeah. it needs to take itself too seriously. I don't think a movie about like a murderous symbiote needs to be a comedy movie that takes out all the stakes like from the movie. It takes out all like tension. Yeah. It takes out all thriller. It's just a straight comedy. Yeah. Like at no point, at no point was I like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Well, I think the thing is, is you know, they're taking Venom at least right now to be more of the like antihero, the lethal protector. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, they're trying to humanize him by having this relationship build with him and Eddie of Eddie trying to keep him under control and Venom being like, but I got to eat. He wants to be a party boy. But he I think there's a, party, a way to he do wants that. To be out and free and he yeah. wants to be in love yeah. or to, for Eddie to be in love or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I, I think some of the humor works for me. I do think some of it was cheesy. Like I don't, I don't think Party Venom worked. Like, no. damn it, God, I was no. really hoping no. it would. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking it, atrocious. It, it was like a not well veiled metaphor. Yeah. For, for their relationship. Not even for their relationship, but for unique people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Because he's at like, like some sort of like in. LGBT like yeah, rave. Yeah, he's in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah so he's yeah. In, a, in a rave. Uh, and he's like, I just want to be myself. And everyone's like, hell yeah. And he's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm done hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> See, like you're laughing, but it was so bad. I think that's great, man. I love it. At least the way you're telling I it I think to me. you will I'll laugh pre- I'll it, appreciate it. But like, I don't, it was not necessary for yeah, this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say that I'm, I, I love a good 90 minute, minute movie, like not overstaying its wel- welcome. So definitely, I guess that's like a bonus, right? Uh, definitely the timing, yeah. of, like the length of it was, I think, perfect. Okay. Um, it could have been uh, uh, 80 minutes shorter. <laughs> Just all carnage and then <laughs> yeah. you're done. Dude, actually, the crazy thing about this movie is Venom and Carnage maybe hang out for 20 minutes in the movie of the in, in, really? of the entire movie. Like the first time, that... the yeah. first time they meet is in the final battle. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The first time Venom, Venom and Carnage that's meet is great. in the final battle. That's not great. No, yeah. it's not. Storytelling wise. No, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, it's almost so like it's, an actor it's... wrote the screenplay. Suck <laughs> it, Tom Hardy. Well, the story is by Tom Hardy, yeah. indeed. Um, it's more, it's honestly more of a human battle film than yeah. a symbiote battle film. Yeah. And the symbiote's just up the action. Yeah. Um, to a different level, which like doesn't entirely make sense in a lot of the ways it's done and is not also explained why. Like, one of my biggest issues is that like Carnage literally goes, no, sorry, Venom goes, oh my gosh. It's a red one. Nope, we're gonna die. You didn't tell me it was a red one. And like, yeah, I saw hides, this, like in know? the trailer. Yeah, they put yeah. that in there. But they never say like why a red one is so scary to him. Yeah, because red means death. Red is I red guess, is maybe it's part like, of the metaphor or something like that. You know, like I guess I don't know. Um, it's like the anti-gay father who has a gay son. You know, it's maybe. Even though technically Carnage it's is the other Venom's way yeah. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. I felt like, uh, I agree with you that once uh, Cletus got out of jail, it just 
both of their characters kind of took a dive, like both him and Shriek. It was fine, but it was very much like maniacal, crazy evil villain in 70s attire. I also like, don't understand why Carnage went along with like Cletus. So like Cletus gets out of jail and Carnage is like, I need to go after Venom. And Cletus was like, only if I do what I want first. And if Cletus is, or, and if like Carnage is supposed to be this like horrible, murderous, you know, the most terrible symbiote on the planet, I feel like he would just be like, no, bitch. I said I'm doing what we're doing. Well, yeah. to be fair, like, again, I haven't, I have no context, but I feel like the argument could be made like the symbiote's still, like, it's a fresh attachment, if you will. Like, Carnage isn't at his full power, like, upon finding That's a host true. right away you know what it, i mean I, like and it might also because of the way it happened it might not know yet that it can take over other people yeah so it might exactly. have to like go along for the ride he's right a now. baby i don't know yeah, i don't know the rest of the movie kind of shows yeah. that like it is in control yeah um which is again just Fair terrible enough. they like jump to that which is just terrible storytelling yeah yeah um yeah shrieks in it um she has this she has a symbiote it seems but they don't ever like show it Hmm. um she has a symbiote i mean yeah at the end when she's like like the police guy's like eyes glow blue it seems like she's like passed her symbiote on to him that's like a comic book thing she has a symbiote Um, and her like scream is because of the symbiote i don't no i don't think so but i just think she becomes a symbiote like a venom um interesting we just never saw it in this movie yeah right <laughs> well yeah so i mean and and at the beginning of the movie she goes like oh my mutations yeah and you're like oh mutants cute fun whatever she should have been in new I mutants it just was. Um, yeah no but she is like uh there's so there's a whole like sub set of like venom children mm-hmm. right toxin fucking any venom yeah there's like, a bunch yeah there's a shit ton of them yeah the venom family tree the venom family tree <laughs> um anyway yeah carnage gets real big like real like the size of a fucking skyscraper and somehow they still beat him and uh then eddie and fucking venom get back together and they're like yay we're and they're a happy family yeah. again until the next movie and then they're on the run from the fbi yeah mm. Well, and that FBI chief is becomes the bad guy at the end. His eyes glow yeah, blue. Yeah, apparently. Ooh. It's just, it's so, there's just so much bad shit. And, like, Carrie Mulligan gets Venom at some That's point. not Carrie Mulligan. Um, That's Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. Michelle Williams gets, <laughs> yeah. whatever, they the look the same Lady Venom shows up in the first movie, so I'm assuming she probably makes her. She does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wouldn't know because I didn't see that part of the movie. Yeah, because <laughs> I was a slave. It's yeah. one of the big surprises in the in the yeah. first film. Gotcha. Yeah, she's definitely in this one. Yeah. Um, I just could have done without the movie. I also could have done without the Morbius trailer before the movie. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, oh, we're still doing that. Okay, okay. I thought we had abandoned this plot, but we're nope. still gonna do Morbius. Okay, nope. fine. Nope. Um, and then the post credit scene is like uh, Venom telling. Eddie Brock that there's a hive mind in space that it's millions of years old and then some Doctor Strange multiverse of madness shit happens presumably they don't really say that 
And then he sees Tom Holland on the screen and Venom licks it like the perv that he is. And that's it. And he's that's, like, I want to eat his head. Yeah. Pretty All much. of a sudden they're in a different location. But Not he's the a, room they were in. He's the lethal protector, but... right? He's a good guy, supposedly. Yeah. But then he's like, ooh, I want to eat this spider kid. And it's like, mm-hmm. why? 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 You're a good guy. Why all yeah. of a sudden? Like, it just. Well, Venom's uh, always really rode that line of like. He wants to eat know. a child, though, for no reason. I mean, he yeah, that eat... sounds like a very Venom thing to do. No. Yeah. He gets, But in this universe, he gets to eat the bad guys. Mm. That's like, well, I guess. In the J. Well, Jonah Jameson. Yeah, they're painting him, they're as, a painting him as a bad guy. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, okay, yeah. fine. Fine. Yeah. No, it's it. You, it <laughs> takes some mental gymnastics. Yeah, so. totally, totally. It's not the greatest uh, end mid credit thing that we've ever seen. Um, but. Let me ask you this: What do you think the chances of of uh, Tom Hardy's Venom showing up in No Way Home, Spider Man? No. Even a cameo, any like a TV screen or a poster or something like no. that. No. Okay. I want the answer to be no. But knowing Sony. <laughs> but I just think that this was like such a setup for that that it's highly yeah. possible. Yeah. That's... It could it could just be setting up Tom to come into the Sonyverse, right? But hey, never say never, I man, you know. I think that Tom Hardy and Venom will cross over at some point, but I don't think it's gonna be this movie. So you mean Spider Man and Venom? No, I mean like into the MCU. Fully. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like Tom Hardy's Tom Venom. Hardy yeah, and gotcha, Venom. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I just think I that, that I don't whole think it'll be... that whole shenanigans was like definitely like Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, like mm-hmm. when like the room shakes and shit. Sure, so maybe he'll be in multiverse. I don't think he's gonna be in Spider Man. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Anyway, don't see this movie. Just don't fucking see it. We literally just told you all about it, and it's awful, yeah. and you do not need to see it. It's a bunch of fucking Woody Harrison being like red cars, murder, and then it's all about like <laughs> Venom being like. You don't love me. Ooh, Michelle Williams is hot. Ooh, <laughs> chocolate. Ooh. Yeah. I will say, I did think that, like, the Cletus character was intriguing as well. Like, the way, like, I know I said, like, we said Woody Harrelson casting-wise, but, like, yeah, uh, that was the one thing that I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting how he's, like, leaving clues, but. Yeah. Yeah, until he gets out of jail, and then he's just. Then he's just because he's a murderer, a crazy disco man. <laughs> and again, actually, no, he shit... kind of looks like a like a seventies pimp. Yeah. yeah, but the shit being PG thirteen was so bad. Like there was a like moment that's... when Carnage like bites, yeah. like Carnage bites a dude's head off, and like you don't get to see it, and you're like, yeah. So he's not Carnage; he's um, off screen Carnage. Well, exactly, and I think that was one of the criticisms right away. Is like, yeah. how are they going to do a PG thirteen Carnage? Well, you don't really. Bad, yeah, you know? dude, it's so bad. Yeah, Andy Circus directed that movie too, I which know. is like surprising. I, I know. Look, based on your recommendation, I'll definitely be going to see the movie. But nevertheless, no, I'm just kidding. No, I do want. I do want to see. You're gonna it. hate I, it. I'm, I'm probably not going to see it in theaters. I'll probably watch it when it goes to home video. But yeah. um, but yeah. So sounds fun. Sounds Negative like was, five out of ten. Sounds like it was worth the money. In time. And I mean, energy. it was my AMCA list, so it was yeah. still paying. you're still paying for it, though. Yeah, but I like saw three other movies that week, so oh, that's true. I didn't really pay for it. Fair enough. Shit. Fair enough. It's true. I had a free pass, also. Um, I don't know. I'd give it maybe like a three. Nice. Wow. I didn't high, hate it. High praise. <laughs> I know. 
It's not the worst movie I've seen. I just don't yeah. want a Venom movie to be a comedy, man. That's you know, like I get it. He's the <clears throat> he's the lead, but you can make like a great like there was no fucking comedy in like Batman Begins. You know, it's like you can make a gritty fucking like anti hero movie that's not a comedy. Like the lethal, like they keep saying lethal protector in the entire fucking movie, mm-hmm. right? Like Venom wants to be called the lethal protector, and Tom's like, mm, it's dumb. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, like this fucking movie, and. uh <laughs> Like, if they took anything from the comic storyline, Lethal Protector, like, it wouldn't be funny. Like, yeah, it's it's a buddy cop movie. Yeah, but it yeah. shouldn't be. It should be Seems the Lethal like Protector storyline. it's a relationship movie. Oh, it is. Yeah, you know, like a romantic well. comedy between, yeah. like, it Eddie is. and yeah. Venom. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. It just, I, it, it just really killed it for me that it was, like, quote, unquote, funny. Because, like, it wasn't yeah. funny. It was, like, just dumb. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, you know who's not in... Uh, Venom, but is the Watcher <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, who's Jeffrey in Wright. James true. Bond, No Time to Die? Indeed. I was gonna say. Also, I apparently had a Naomi uh, oh, Harris yeah. double feature today. Yeah. yeah. So she yeah. was uh, Shriek. I was I was about to say Screech, but that's a uh, that is a Saved by the Bell character yeah. that is not uh, the same human being. Dustin um, Diamond. Just go get water. It's if you're fine. Gonna, we'll vamp. <laughs> we'll vamp. We'll vamp. Um. Yeah, no time to die after what a year and a half of delays. Like it's finally out, dude. Someone told me that Casino Royale came out when I was in high school. It was. It came out in two thousand six. Oh well, I was in high school when it came out. Blows my mind. Yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, I'm. Fucking, it was. I'm thirty one. It, it came out my senior year in high school. James Bond. Daniel Craig's been James Bond for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at this point. 16 years something like that is that the longest bond no i think roger moore i don't know they used to make more movies back then now they're like bigger time periods in between right. each but movie, not but, but not but not more pure, movies like like yeah no pure time wise i think it might be one of the longest 10 years it's crazy um because i know brosnan was bond for not even 10 years no his first movie was 96 and his last movie was 2004 so yeah oh no 2002 so but that was when they were making a bond movie every two years yeah so. yeah yeah um so yeah i mean it's you know it's uh five movies you know 15 16 years or whatever it's been and this is finally the culmination of it i was excited i was excited to go back to the movies especially for a bond movie this man. is your I, first time back to movies in a long time yes right? and since birds of prey well technically yeah. sonic but the last movie we reviewed was birds <laughs> of prey in the theater March. but yeah exactly and um were you aware that uh casino rail came out when we were in high school yeah yeah, kind of crazy, right? We were just reminiscing on that. And um, what year was that? Oh six. Oh six. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then double oh seven, like two thousand seven, the graduating class was double oh seven with martini glasses and everything. Oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Um, so yeah, I was very curious. You know, I've been a, a big fan of of Craig's Bond. You know, throughout these movies, and much like most of the actors who have played Craig Bond, <laughs> much like most of the actors who have played Bond, Thanks. you know, there's been some. I thought at it. least one good entry and then there's been some not so good stuff you know like if yeah. you sure, yeah. look back on the Brosnan stuff like it started off really Shut good up, and then it great. just went downhill no they're all perfect no I love Brosnan he's my favorite Bond like yeah nostalgia wise I think Daniel Craig is honestly the best like he brings the mix of all the different things we've seen with all the different actors yeah to, to the role to, mm. the, to the best he drinks know? he fucks mm-hmm. he's sexy that's it 
He's got blue he eyes. He drinks and he fucks. Can you guys remember? He fast. Did you guys he know that fast. people were literally upset that James Bond can't have blue eyes when he was cast? Oh my That was a huge Why? like controversy. <laughs> so that's really funny about but, yeah. the that's, eyes coming up in the movie. That's, I think, part of the joke. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, you know, Jay, uh, 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 Daniel Craig has, has, in my opinion, made an, an incredible James Bond. And so, you know, uh, going in, I was excited to see what was going to happen with this movie. And I think... For the most part, like I think we should probably get into spoilers fairly early, just because, yeah. like, yes, like for now me, you're speaking my language before spoilers. Like ah. for me, I think the movie mostly worked. I enjoyed it. I think there's some stuff that doesn't work, but I think overall, as the finale, the send off to Craig as Bond, like I think that was the the highlight of the, like. The, I the, think the, if you listen to our yeah. last cast, I knew exactly what was going to happen, and yeah. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's come on, dude. Like, let's no, but I didn't actually. Spoilers, I didn't actually expect him to kill Bond. Yeah, well, there we go. Now we're in spoilers, and they fucking did Mm -hmm. it. I mean, we'll get to it at the end, but like, like, I'm not gonna tell you how he died until we get there. But like, they fucking they that mad lad did it. Yeah, they killed fucking James Bond. Yeah, which in a lot of ways is unprecedented. You know what I mean? Obviously, they've never killed him on screen before, but uh, I think the. Uh, sort of thematic uh, ideas that that brings up is like really interesting in how the series is going to move forward. So we'll definitely touch on that once yeah. we get to the end. But I just starting off, or sorry, Lauren, why, why don't you give your thoughts? I forgot you haven't. <laughs> oh no, that's okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not the biggest Bond aficionado. Yeah. Um, I think I've mostly only seen the Craig movies, honestly. Yeah. Um, not the I think Brosnan I saw movies? I saw some when I was a kid, but I don't really. Re- have memory yeah. of them um but i've seen the last few in theaters as well so i was like yeah i'll see it yeah. I, i'm not i wasn't dying necessarily to see it but yeah you're no mike kalinowski but no yeah i'm def- definitely not mike kalinowski mike kalinowski <laughs> loves his fucking bond movies yeah he does um yeah so with that i guess we'll jump right into spoilers you guys Oops. are cool with that i did, um, did so. i mean officially uh, I Oops. think I think right off the bat, like um, I think we're all in agreement that the the movie kind of too long, too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the middle, the on. second act is like way overstuffed, and there's yeah, like, there's too many plots. Like, yes, there's, there's a lot going on, and the movie also doesn't reveal a lot of the plot until later on, which yeah, yeah, is kind of a standard thing in Bond movies. But I feel like it would have been better served if they had given just a little bit more of a tease earlier on. I mean, yeah. and that's easier if you're revealing like two plot points, right? But you're yeah. but they're revealing like eight. And well, and like, then they're closing. Yeah. They're closing two full stories. Yeah, yeah. And they're closing all of the threads from the previous movies at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. But with that said, I think the first 30 minutes of this movie is a fucking total banger. Like, mm-hmm. the, I, yeah. loved, I loved the first 30 minutes of this yeah. movie. Oh, like, the first action scene is better than any action dude, scene that comes fucking after that. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. The stuff in the DB5 where he's just sitting there and Craig's just brooding, like, yeah. that is <laughs> While they're getting shot at. so fucking good. Like, yeah. and Leah Sadu just like, oh my God, do something. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, it. It it was so that part was just so well written that whole sequence like the way Bond thinks that he's being fucked over basically yet yeah. again and yeah. like I mean obviously we learned that you know he was <laughs> he was but not, <laughs> but by, not her. by her right but yeah. not by her and so I like I I just I don't know I thought it you know it obviously starts 
in an untraditional way. Most Bond movies start with a big action sequence right off the bat. It takes this movie about 15 minutes to get to the action. And yeah. I really love that because it gets me in- invested in the characters. Like, we're catching up with them. Instead, well, it starts with like... fucking. Yeah. Yes. And then also, when she holds her stomach at the train, I was like, to myself, I was literally like, She's Prego! She because if he dies, that's the only way. Like, uh... you kill James Bond as if he has a kid. When he leaves her, she kind of like, there's a shot no, where she No, I saw like she grabbed her, her stomach, stomach and I was like, that's... She's gonna puke. Really weird reaction. Yeah, yeah, right. But maybe she knew, I guess. Um, I think the opening action sequence might be my favorite action sequence of the whole movie. Oh, 100%. Like, it has so much energy yeah. and it's so propulsive. And I mean, there's some and he good... he has so many gadgets that he uses in it, which is really cool. Well, for me, what I love about that sequence is it's like, is it's classic Bond, right? Yeah. yeah. It's everything we know, classic Bond. You have the gadgets, like the things that come out of the back of the car, that yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, the fucking little tire spikes or whatever, yeah. like tire spikes. All that, that, that all also that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And then obviously, like the more modern gadgets come into play, like throughout you know the storyline. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just thought it did a really good, like, and this is what I definitely want to talk with you guys about a little bit more too. Is it really sets that like okay, this is what we know Bond is, and we know Bond can still do this, but can he be something more? Can Bond yeah. be something different? And I think that's where this movie really succeeds in that thematic area of like, I mean, for uh, like obviously Skyfall kind of like you said asked that same question of like, is Bond relevant? And I think that that movie answered that question undoubtedly yes well my favorite part of skyfall is like the whole point of the movie is like bond you're too old yeah yeah but then no but then immediately into specter in this movie like he's like jumping off of buildings and like getting punched and fucking falling but that's what i'm he's clearly not too old but uh, well yeah he's too old to die um (laughs) no but Ah, i but i think that's the whole point is they're asking that question and then they're providing the counterpoint of like no like bond still is relevant no but in skyfall there's the whole thing where he's going through the training and he can't hit the fucking target because he like yeah well he was they make the thing like he is too old yeah he was like fucked up for some reason something oh he got uh he got like shot and like knocked off the train because he's too old and shit (laughs) but i don't think that's the reason why like that's what that was trying to say i think that's more of a joke you know what i mean like because bond the idea of the character of bond is like a very antiquated idea yeah it's Mm -hmm. like a guy from the 60s who's like a super spy and like has all the cool like again it's a very classical kind of idea the idea of bond you know and and taking that into the into the modern you know world was kind of like what the whole craig series has done right like casino royale is like who is bond right quantum solace is like what makes bond bond uh, skyfall is really like is bond relevant right Who's bond Spectre? why is bond? i'm not yeah. sure what the i'm not sure what the fuck was happening there yeah. but i think there's 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 some middle ground there inspector in terms of continuing that and this is really the conclusion to that to that storyline like saying you know that thought process saying like bond is bond relevant yes we think he is but it's also time for something different and probably something new right mm-hmm. and that's kind of really what it's trying to say in my opinion and i think that's a really I was thinking about that when I was watching the movie and I'm like, I think it makes the movie like more interesting than it is on the surface level. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where Phoebe, I think that's Phoebe Wallbridge. Like, I think that's, I mean, she was hired to do yes. punch-ups. Taylor, tell us how many people wrote this movie. There was like five writers on this <laughs> yeah. movie. It was Neil Purvis and Robert Wade who have written basically every Bond movie since like GoldenEye yeah. or be- beforehand. Uh, then you had Danny Boyle come in and scratch their first draft and did his own draft. Mm. And then uh, Carrie Fukunaga came in, did 
rewrote a new script with Purvis and Wade, the original guys, and then Phoebe Waller-Bridge did a pass on their script. So, like, there's, I mean, you can tell when you watch the movie, we kind of discussed this, that, yeah. like, you know, it's pretty obvious there's a lot of stuff, like, the script, especially in the second act, like, kind of just jumbles all those ideas together. It's a Bond tug of war. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think, honestly, like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's voice, like, came through the most on this, especially in terms of the comedy a lot of the character stuff, I think, came from her. It's mm-hmm. hard to say exactly, but... I highly doubt she... any of those men wrote that relationship between him, her, and the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, no fucking Totally, way. totally. And and then, you know, obviously, this idea of analyzing Bond, like, as, mm-hmm. as a pop culture figure. Like, I think, you know, that a lot of that came from her. So, I think Carrie Fukunaga actually adds a lot to this movie in terms of the style of Bond and mixing. Like, it's not that, like, with Casino Royale, it's like hardcore daniel like we know that's that version of bond i think there's been different mixes of it in the previous movies with craig but i think this one really finds the best balance in terms of like you see shades of connery you see shades of roger moore Mm. you see shades of uh pierce brosnan you know and then obviously craig's interpretation kind of the brooding like I'm not a perfect Bond. I'm going to make mistakes. My bathing you know? suits are very short. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, Yes, that outfit. Sorry, when he's in his little uh, Jamaican remember, home, yeah, it looks remember like... Casino Royale? Yeah, in Casino Royale, no, he know, has the short shorts but too. It looked like his clothes shrunk because also his shirt was way too small yeah. for him. Like, well, he's trying to look buff. That's what it is. That fucking house, by the I mean, way? Yeah. I want that fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Make a house. Yeah. That house is great. Yeah. Um, another interesting fact, too, is actually... Uh, Daniel Craig like hurt himself when they were shooting in Jamaica, yeah, so yeah, they had yeah. to shoot like they were planning to shoot all that stuff front loaded that in the schedule, and they had to end up going back there like oh wow six or eight months later to like finish all the shooting crew was like scene. oh no we have to go back to yeah. fucking Jamaica I don't <laughs> think it was Jamaica I think it was uh it doesn't matter but yes like yeah. exotic locales oh no we have to fucking travel they did yeah. shoot in Jamaica did they I thought yeah, it was it I thought credits. it was oh okay well there you go um. They yeah, probably also shot elsewhere. Yes. But. I think one <laughs> no. of the things, too, and I know I'm, like, talking a lot here, but I just want to get my thoughts you're out. You're the like, Bond. You're the Bond I love, guy, dude. I love Bond. You're the Bond I, guy. I mean, I haven't seen Mike every Kalinowski? single Bond, but, like, I, I'm very familiar with everything, like, Timothy Dalton and forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I loved about this movie is the cinematography. I think this was mm-hmm. some of the – and this is was Skyfall – what was Hoyt? No, no? it was it. Uh, Hoyt did uh, Spectre, yeah, and then yeah, Deacons yeah, but did. He didn't do this um, one? No, it's. Uh, I'll have to look it up. It's a dude I've actually never heard of, but um, but I thought the cinematography on this was it was good, the best a Bond movie has ever looked, Whoa, and that's saying I'm calling Roger Deakins right now. Uh, what? No, I I think that's high, and I can do that because I'm seven twenty eight now. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> I have his. I mean, call, he's, call he's, your friend Matty Libatik. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's probably six hundred, but I can probably get his number. Yeah. Uh, Sandgren. Yeah. Yes, there you go, Linus Sandgren, and I can't remember what else he's done. Like I said, I'm sure there's probably something I've seen if he's shooting a Bond movie. But I just loved, in particular, the use La La of La Land. Um, oh yeah. wow! Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and the, American Hustle. Okay, that also oh. makes sense. He's done a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, the use of color. Yeah. You yeah. know, in a Bond movie, you, you definitely have like <laughs> <laughs> you definitely it. have uses of color here and there, but like even if you think back to Spectre, like that opening sequence in Mexico City, like it's oh, not yeah. it's not a very color like it's a lot it's almost like a Marvel movie where it feels like very like desaturated needed, yeah. and like a lot well, of no the neon fight scene against the screen is well, very colorful. I think, but that's like point, I think right? Skyfall yeah. was 
the the basically the exception to the rule, right? And I think this movie is too. And it doesn't hurt they're shooting it on IMAX and they're shooting on film. Yeah. And they're using a lot of wide angle lenses, which is freaking I love that because <laughs> people don't do that anymore. Shoot a fight scene or an action sequence with a twenty five millimeter lens as opposed to a hundred <laughs> millimeter lens. Like And shaky cam. Yeah, exactly. And there was some of that, but it was like not a lot. It was yeah. driven by the story when they did yeah. it, which yeah. I appreciate. So, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to the cinematography on this movie because I thought it was incredibly beautiful. Incredibly beautiful. Um, even the, and this is jumping forward a little bit, but even this, the shot at the end with the missiles coming down on the yeah. island, like simple stuff like that that we've seen like a bunch of times before, really well executed in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I just... um I don't know. I guess maybe it was the, I went, I don't know. Like, you know, they didn't necessarily say Bond was going to die, you know, but again, yeah. I, I told you, I saw that trailer where it was like, like, like the like Bond's final outing. And it's like, why would you? Well, they're kind of playing it like, oh, it's Daniel Craig's final outing. No, but, but I, rem- like I told you guys last podcast, oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. there was yeah. promotion saying like Bond's and it's like, you guys are, uh, so I yeah. don't know. I went in, I guess, with just like weird expectations of like, this is just even knowing Bond was going to die the whole movie. I was like, that's how he dies. Like the villain to me was like, not great. Okay, No, I the didn't villain find the villain very was good. fucking terrible. And yeah. I think Rami Malek was awful in the role. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't I, I honestly like I don't know if he brought anything good or interesting maybe besides the accent but i couldn't understand what he was saying phonetically that's most of you, the time yeah, that's what no I like that first scene when he's talking yeah. and it's like muffled and maybe that's because he's wearing a mask i felt the same way where i was like i have no connection to this character whatsoever like okay rami malik putting on some fucking scar fucked up face makeup and like doing an accent like yeah. okay what yeah. bro are you gonna win another oscar for it sorry i love rami malik but it's just <laughs> it just proves that like the villain in this movie is a way underdeveloped in terms of like oh yeah we don't even really see him again until the third act of the movie well and that's what i was you know? to Joel after uh you left the theater taylor it was like i just didn't understand like i i don't think they made a good point as to why he went as far as he did like yeah he got the revenge on his family when yeah. blofeld died mm-hmm. so then why is he trying to yeah. use this yep bio which, weaponry on the entire world yeah which by the way this, is the the whole technology of the villain and like the 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 end of the world thing yeah. like that was all total bullshit by yeah. the way right like did you even understand like no look what... most bond villains have that plot right let's well, kill the exactly. whole world yeah but sure. his but his plot from the beginning was like i want to kill the person that killed my family well, yes but okay, then it's, you did that now what it's also convoluted yeah. right like bond movies can do that as long as it's not convoluted it's a simple idea that people can easily grasp this yeah. shit was just totally like and yeah. that's no, one of my biggest like, gripes with the movie dna yeah dna but if yeah. you're related and it's it won't hurt you your dna it'll also hurt your relatives yeah. but it all won't i see hurt is this you know, when they're like, talking about that you know just see a mouth moving and i don't yeah. understand it yeah it's 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 um it's pretty it's pretty rough. Let's just put it that way. Uh how about Lashana Lynch? Everybody? I was just about to say uh, I I totally forgot that uh she's also in Captain Marvel. Did, uh, oh shit. Yeah, she's um yeah. Monica B- Maria? Which one's the mom? Maria or Monica? Not Maria. Not it's Maria. Monica. Yeah, it's yeah. Maria. <laughs> um sorry, that's I get this mixed Tiana up. Tiana Paris. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um no, I thought Lashana Lynch was incredible uh yeah. in this role. Yeah. Like she brought a lot. 
the tit for tat uh when like she's after the scientist and bond is also after the scientist yeah. i think like their tit for tat is like really totally good. which yeah. they've done that in bond movies before like uh yeah. tomorrow never dies they do that with michelle yo and and pierce brosnan yeah, like yeah, going yeah. back and forth and that kind of kind of chemistry i'm glad that they sort of leaned away from like the sexual chemistry yeah. energy side of things like just it like, was like a joke of like she was like, "Oh, bedroom right away." Yeah, you know, exactly. to get him. Yeah, she and picks him up on the th- <laughs> yeah. on like the motorbike, and she's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, is this the bedroom?" Mm-hmm. That it was a good joke, but it's also a good char- character moment. Like again, another yeah, no, Phoebe exactly. thing that was probably for sure. Yeah, yeah. she was like, um, "This is how we get him." Like, yeah. this is his weakness. Yeah, his weakness is boobies. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much loved like everybody in this movie. Besides Rami Malek is the only person yeah. that I had like that's just like you got cast because you won an Oscar, like not because you were the right person for this role. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Which is unfortunate because, again, I like Rami Malek. Oh, he's as an great. Actor. I really liked the joke where like when Bond and Lashana Lynch were going into MI6 at the same time. And oh. Everyone was like double O. That was good. Sef- like seven. Yeah. Oh, hello. Double O. Seven. Yeah. Like yeah. Bond. Back. Who do we? <laughs> Who do we yeah. call double O? Oh my God! Who do we call double O seven? Yeah, which is why I had such a problem with. And I know Taylor, you said you didn't have a problem with this, but I really had a problem with like she is double O seven. She got the mantle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig retired from that role, and then uh, just in the middle of fucking battle for no reason, she's like, permission to give this old fuck this his fucking title back, and yeah. M was like, yeah. And it's like why? So I think. I will say that, like, on a storytelling level, on a, like, a realism level, if you will, it doesn't make 100% sense. But I do think it makes sense in terms of being a wink and a nod to the audience, right? We're going to kill James Bond as 007. If you don't kill James Bond as 007... I guess when you take the death That doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, for me, that was more so, like, acknowledging, you know, James Bond as 007 while also saying, hey, we're going to potentially take a different path you know with a female bond she knows he's gonna die she's like i'm gonna give him the title i'm gonna get it back in 20 minutes i i guess i think that's uh, i get what you're saying taylor but i think that's also why i still had the problem with it of like because it's been such an issue of people being like oh it's gonna be a female bond or it's gonna be a black female bond oh my gosh i know or a black bond in general like to then be like yep we're you're gonna have a black female 007 yep Deal with it. And then for I her to it. be like, never mind. Never mind. Here you go. I'm like, yeah. I just feel like it was fan servicey in the way of like, oh, that wasn't real. Uh, I could see that. I could see except, that. Totally. Except, I could see that. Like, I guess Although I didn't, you said I, he's dead now. So it is her title. I again. didn't look at it that way, but I could see how someone could interpret it like that for yeah. sure. And I will say, like, we definitely have to touch on the fact, like, like you said, a black female James Bond, like. Boom, I'm 007, fucking deal with it. Yeah. And I think that for the most part, it works, right? Because I think yeah. even aside from the trolley nature of like, oh, she was killer. Bond could never be a woman. Like, I think there are serious questions to be asked. Like, what does a female 007 look like? Yeah. You know, or what does a female Bond look like? Even? Yeah. Which, again, we might kind of see with the daughters someday down the line, you yeah, know, that knows. character grown up or something like a sequel. You never know. Yeah. I guess I didn't really, um, you know what? Like I, when I got here today to your apartment, or, pff, this is not an apartment. This is a house. I I live in an apartment. In my garage apartment. Uh, no, but when I got here, I was like, does anybody remember what happened in fucking Spectre? Because I fucking don't remember. Yeah. Like, I guess like 
the whole question of is James Bond a character or a title? Yep. Right. I mean, that's right. been that's been a discussion for right, a long which time. has always well, been a I discussion think that comes into play with Felix too. Yeah. With right. Felix's death. But exactly. when no, but when we, but we talked about it today, like he knows Blofeld, so he's yeah. so it is a person. It's not like, yeah. I think I think Spectre made that decision. Like, by the not, way, did you guys catch the retcon? No. So they we're not brothers. They reckon yeah. that they reckon that they're not family. Oh, because he didn't movie. die, right? When uh, he, yeah, when he had the nanobots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, right. Uh, well, no, I think he said they were stepbrothers. Yeah, Inspector. Yeah, right? so they're not like that. real. But still, brothers. it's they're they're yeah, they're, like, they're walking they're not it back. Actually related. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, walking yeah, yeah. it back uh, because but, that was controversial for right. that movie. But I think that settles the the whole thing, right? Like he is a character and not a a a title so they killed james bond yes yeah so the the first it was is 007 you know like that's obviously a title but yeah so i think it it does settle it in terms of that and like that's why at the end when you guys said oh james bond will return it's like well okay yeah how do you do that yeah you know right yeah at the end of the credits oh if it's a 007 yeah that would make sense that would make sense but it says james bond yeah will return which is so weird Hey, you had a. We cloned you. Yeah. <laughs> we changed your DNA to change your face or something. I don't it's know. It's like some fucking Snoke bullshit. Like, yeah. we found James Bond's hand kept yeah. in the <laughs> ocean. Yeah. But he got all disfigured. So and that's fucking, why it's not like. And fucking cloned. It's like they it. explain it how they explain Doctor Who, right? Like, yeah. something yeah, like he that. Regenerated. Or it's just like. Um, James Bond is just the Time Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed uh, Ralph Fiennes in this movie. As Rafe. M, I thought he Rafe Fiennes. Rafe Fiennes. Sorry, Rafe Ralph, Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Sorry, I don't know. Whatever. Rafe Fiennes. Ralph um, Fiennes. Uh, the only proper way to say it. The one rare time that M actually Ralph has Fiennes. some interesting Mallory moral right, uh, interesting moral quandaries. Like M fucked up, yeah. and he's trying to to fix the problem, right? And yeah. he's not fucked willing, up big time. and yeah. he's not willing to admit, at least at first, that he did fuck up, yeah. right? Like, I think that's really interesting, and it actually gives that character something to do. Although other characters like Money Penny are basically like window dressing for the movie, you yeah. know, like she's a non-character in this movie, yeah. but that's okay. So is so is is M short for Mallory? I think so. So. All of them are named Mallory. I think it's a code name. Yeah. Okay. I think that Mallory is the code. It's like name. Mallory like is, is the code probably name. Quincy. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Like so I was like, "You're both M, but your name is Mallory. What yeah. the fuck is going on here?" Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that. Uh, Clearly, I'm not Mike Kalinowski. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Christoph uh, Waltz in this movie. Christoph See, I'm trying Waltz. To, trying to pronounce it correctly <laughs> this time. Uh, I know. Sorry. Waltz. Christoph Waltz. <laughs> It's it's Ernesto Blofeld or however you say it. Like, Ernesto Blofeld. <laughs> it's like a what twenty two Jump Street. Yeah. My name is Jim. I actually watched that on the plane the other day. It's so good, I love it. Um, I, he's fine again. Like he, he's a good for the good casting for the character. He's also in this movie. He's just like plot fodder. Yeah, no, yeah. he's it's non existent character in this movie. Plot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, good good for what it is. But um but overall, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the how cast. Did his, how did his eyeball get out of prison? Cuz I I'm pretty sure he has it. I thought he the lost line. the eyeball. 
in the last movie. I thought, no, I thought he had a scar, but he yeah. had the eyeball in it oh, you still, know right? It was did. like a white eyeball with they the scar. They don't explain that at yeah. all. But all of a sudden his eyeball's at that this fucking party. That was a weird fucking plot point where that they'd never explained where they're like, yeah. how did you see what was happening with all this shit in the prison cell? Like, he's like, oh, like, my eyeball got out somehow. Yeah, but like, how was he but controlling is, what yeah, was happening? What is, how is he getting that transmission? They I don't and, know. and and they also have the scene where they're like looking at the footage, like the security footage, yeah. and they ne- it never comes back. Like, yeah, again, that's like second act shit. That like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, I liked the German scientist as a bad guy more than I liked yes. Blofeld or fucking yeah. Rami German, Malek. The, the scientist was really the fun. scientist dude like, was like way more interesting than yeah. either of them. Cool character yeah. for sure. He was great. Um, I also liked the henchman uh, with the eye. Uh, yeah, I thought the big I know, bulging eye. I know guy. you yeah. laughed at like his glasses and I stuff. I definitely laughed. But for me, it's like again the part of the reason why I love no, he was great. that opening sequence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. classic Bond henchman. Yeah, right. right? Like Jaws Cla- or well, something. Like he yeah. was clearly transporting the eye. Yes, right. Of course, of course. But like belt. just the look of the yeah. character, like yeah, yeah. instantly <laughs> recognizable Bond henchman. Imagine you get yeah. that job and they're like, okay, man. Yo, you've been promoted to like head henchman for Blofeld. He's like, oh fuck yeah! And I'm like, okay, take your eye. but we gotta take your eye out because we gotta put this fake eye in. He's like, yeah. what God the fuck? Damn it! <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then, uh, or do you think it was just like, oh, this guy in my entourage yeah. also lost an eye? They found a dude with one eye. They're like, well, I guess he'll do. He's 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 like not the best henchman, but yeah. he's the only yeah. one with one yeah. eye. Um, I loved Felix's death, especially for the way that it... Watu. Yes. Yes. You think you would have uh, seen that coming? Oh no no I w- I definitely no, no he 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 would have seen that kind of <laughs> I got you Joel okay <laughs> being the watcher I love you know like obviously Felix in this movie is very much like plot fodder as yeah. well oh, yeah but I think the reason why it works for me is because it actually affects Bond's yeah. arc yeah. and pushes him to do what he does yeah because yeah. that when Felix dies that's basically the midpoint of the movie yeah right that's the middle of Act Two. And the one thing that didn't work for me, though, was the... Um, I don't know if you heard me. When he got shot, I was like, no! Yeah, <laughs> no, you were like, not about it. Um, and I didn't love the white guy henchman um, that was like the... He was Ash? the CIA... Ash? Yeah, he was yeah. the CIA guy. Like, again, a non-character. Um, so, like, when Bond kills him in the, in the yeah. at the end of the second act, like, no feelings are well, felt. Like, like not- why is he working for the Rami Malek? Yeah. Like... Yeah. There's no, yeah. I oh. mean, not that there ha- everything has to be justified, but we at least have to have an understanding. No, of but if what... he's a named character, exactly. Like, yes, well, I don't I need even totally. know why One Eye Man is working. Why Cyclops One Eye is Man. working yeah, yeah. for him? Yeah. Um, Cyclops. Because Cyclops doesn't say. Well, that's what Bond calls him. No, yeah, I, yeah. I love um, that. Yeah. I'm laughing at the joke <laughs> in the movie. Um. Well, and you'd think that. I just uh, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. No, well one <laughs> one one per one person that we no no hang on. You'd think you'd think Bond would like be less surprised uh, like that that phone call where he's like, "Why is 007 here? She's supposed to be fucking following the other guy." And it's yeah. like yeah. because he's there, you fucking idiot. Yeah, well like, that's that's story. Like that's screenwriting. Yeah, but like, Bond should be smarter than that. Well, of course, like, but that's just like <laughs> cinematic storytelling, you know. Um, but uh. One person we're not talking about who kind of stole the show during that sequence was Ana de Armas. 
Yeah. She, I expected her to be in more of this movie. Like, I didn't expect her to be in, like, one 20-minute sequence and then, boom, you're out. Yeah. She had an amazing character She in had this three movie. weeks of training, Taylor. Yeah. No, I thought all the <laughs> stuff was so good. And she kicked so much ass, She dude. did kick And obviously, yeah. she's, like, one of the most gorgeous women, like, alive, in my opinion. But nevertheless, like... Sarah! It's true. She's freaking <laughs> beautiful. But, like, she's also really awesome and kicks a lot of ass in this role. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I love that scene for sure. Yeah, no, that so was great. that that whole fight scene where she's like kicking him on the ground yeah. and like she like all that stuff was amazing. I enjoyed how she how she like you know she prefaces it with like oh I've had three weeks of training. Yeah, but then she does a great job. And yeah. he's like three weeks, my ass. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, share a lot of drinks good. in that scene as well. Yeah, that was they it do. was just good chemistry between those two. Like yeah. I almost wish the movie would have been about them like a team up movie. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but then we wouldn't have got female 007. So yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, something I relate to the most is Bond said the longest he had been without drinking was three hours, and I was like, "Damn, dude, yeah, same, cool, great." Yeah. This movie was about three hours. I had to yeah come have a beer before this podcast. Yeah, it's great. But you also had a beer during the movie. So. I know, but then it was yeah. gone, and then <laughs> and then I had to pee, <laughs> and then it was gone again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it was gone from your body. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's like any, like much more, you know, that we could dig into in terms of the plot because a lot of it was like stupid bullshit. Like, yeah, it just, he gets infected with more nanobots so he can't touch the woman he loves or his daughter. And so he decides to like not try to get off the island and he gets exploded. Here's my question though with exploding this, exploding with exploding Mm -hmm. this, uh, biochemical. Weapon above water? Yeah. How does it not just then yeah. no, spread through the ocean? Yeah. No, the I would assume, no, I would assume the heat vaporizes it or something. Yeah, like, okay, so, and also, what just, was the deal with that pool with all the people in it? Like, obviously, it's like some sort of acid, but like, again, another thing the movie doesn't even attempt to explain. Well, they said that they were farming the Herculum or whatever. Yeah, but what specifically, um, like, it doesn't make any, like, so I imagined it was just a giant pool of that stuff. The nanobots, yeah. A giant pool of made-up nanobots that's supposed to be a yeah. natural resource? Like, yes. like, again, you know? Which is what I thought the the fountain was on the top level. Yeah. But then they jump into it. No, and I'm yeah. Like, no, that's yeah. that's why I was like, this makes, this makes no fucking physical sense here. <laughs> yeah. No, the fountain uh, is just to cover up the missile. What, <laughs> yeah, what would you guys rate the evil lair in this movie? The villain's evil lair? At a, like swag level, yeah. Like, like is it a good is it a good layer? Ah, yeah. Or is it like, yeah. eh, I've seen better. The layer fucked, but like the garden was pretty. The plot, the yeah. That that was a cool idea, though. I like yeah. the idea of like the poison garden or whatever they called it. I that liked the layer. I didn't like the like the use. Yeah, and like yeah. the plot totally. of the layer. Totally, yeah. the layer yeah, itself. That, yeah, that makes sense. Hell yeah, dude! See, your own private me, island. I, yeah. I thought the layer was like a six out of ten. Like Doctor yeah. Evil, Doctor Evil had a cooler like layer. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> What, uh, uh, <laughs> Blofeld had a better layer inspector, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like with all the computers and shit. Yeah, it was fucking awesome, dude. Uh, what's that scene in fucking Goldmember where he like drops the guy into the fire and he's like, "I'm still alive." Oh yeah, it's Will Ferrell. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the first movie, actually. Oh yeah, it's so fucking good. <laughs> I'm still down here. Help! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they do it again in the second movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good. They yeah. have like, a similar like, gag on what we do in the shadows this season. Really? Oh, I still, I still. Yeah caught up with that the last episode i watched was the casino episode oh okay which was 
like Viva Jeff, yeah. Atlantic City. Yeah. It was like the best <laughs> fucking joke ever. Yeah. Uh it's good. I what we've been watching? We yeah, watching? we should rate the movie. What would you what would you guys rate the movie? Oh man, I I'm gonna go last. Okay. Lauren, you want me to go first? Sure. Um I would say for me it's below Skyfall and uh Casino Royale in terms of quality, but better than Spectre and Quantum of Solace. So sure. I would probably give it like That's yeah, that's fair. There's a lot I liked, but there's also some stuff I really didn't like. I'm gonna go seven out of ten, three point five. I wanted to say three because that stuff that I don't like I feel like may hinder some rewatches. Yeah. But the first act is so fucking good that like yeah. I feel like I could the first I act is really that. good. So like that that opening sequence still just blows my mind. So uh yeah, seven out of ten. Yeah, I was gonna say seven, but I think actually maybe more like a six, six and That's a half. Fair. Just because That's fair. there's so many issues with the story and it's unnecessarily long. Yeah. Yeah. Despite it's the cool opening. Definitely better than Spectre and Quantum of Solace. Yeah. So it's it's already in the top three three of the Craig series. Yeah. Um I liked Casino Royale more, I think. Yeah. I liked Skyfall might be my favorite. Mm. Um Yeah, I don't know. A number, maybe a seven. Which is what you said. Fair. Yeah, Which, yeah but, that's fair. Like, but you seem to like it more than I do, so maybe I should say a six. I don't know how to rate I mean, movies, that's, but that's I'm, okay. I'm fucking <laughs> yeah, like whatever. I'll I'm say not seven, a critic. Seven and a half. As William ten. Bibiani would say, I'm not a critic. I'm just yeah. a like reviewer. We're you know? fans. Like, yeah, you I don't know. know if I, I don't know how to rate movies. Yeah, a, like a six and a half. Maybe, well, that's then? the question you have to ask yourself: is like, if I've given this movie this, like, yeah, you I don't know, know, and I like that movie more than this, and you know, it yeah. that question. Here's the thing: is I could watch the first half of this movie on repeat you yeah know? so it's yeah. like yeah and then it just, just the ending for me is like Bleh. Yeah. also i call i was like he's gonna fucking die and he died I mean, that's I was not like, a bad thing if you called it no it but i like no but when i called it i was like it's gonna be so fucking dumb and it, it kind of wasn't though in my opinion i thought i i, I, I liked, thought it was I, I know you didn't like the james bond thing at the end i thought it was cool like i thought it was a fun twit like a woman saying bond james bond you know like this, it's at the ending of Casino Royale where it's like Bond, James Bond. Like that's a yeah. twist on the way we had seen it before. Like I think it's it's cool. Mm. Um, so I don't know. We'll stop talking about this movie before. <laughs> no, no, hang on. Before we see Bond and Rami Malek tackle in the fucking pool, mm. where when's the last time we see Rami Malek? When he's walking away from drop, the girl, little girl runs away. Gotcha. So he just yeah. so bond he just attacks. Comes back out. I feel of like there's nowhere. a deleted yeah. scene there. Yeah, yeah there fucking you know? has to be. He just yeah. he just fucking comes back Which out of nowhere. Which is crazy to think that well, a, a how... three hour movie might have extra yeah. footage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they always do. Especially but... because he clearly had someone stop the doors from opening, or he did it. Or yeah, something. exactly. Like, he's and it's like got to be somewhere ca- watching about this something enough to die. Yeah, there's just another plot point. He had no time for him to like. Yeah have to go back so he didn't have enough time yeah. to go off the yeah. island totally anyway so bond's fucking dead regardless you know the but end james bond will return it's the yeah. so. the end of the credits said james bond will return so we'll fucking see what that means but i don't know maybe jamie bond <laughs> new new james bond castings yeah. soon i don't know who knows yeah. whatever yeah 
I'm not. We'll probably hear it next next year. They said yeah. it's going to heat up next year. I'm so. not yeah, huge on the movies. I'll see them when they come out. So yeah. you know. Oh well, yeah, no, I'm. I'm not. Next like... time I hear about it, I'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, All right. What have you been watching? I've been watching Ted Lasso, bro. That shit mm. fucks. So have I. Yeah. Don't spoil you're the, watching the first season. season you but I finally finished don't the first season. Don't spoil any of it. Ugh. It's very okay. good. It's great. How about? Yeah. I'll say that. That's what I've it's, heard. It's for me. It's one of those shows that like you don't have to be a fan of of uh, soccer football uh, oh, to, to be able to. Well, I think you'll enjoy it more if you do. But like, yeah. it's it's not about that. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I think that's what makes it accessible. Nice. In my opinion. Also, I'm Roy Kent is one of the goats oh. uh, characters of all time. He's my <laughs> spirit animal. Yes. Uh, he's the only person that says fuck more than I do, I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm going as Ted Lasso for Halloween. Uh, nice. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, I started watching Sex, sex Education. Oh, yeah. I, I remember, remember you tweeting about this. Yeah. My tweet was, why did nobody tell me to watch this? Horny British people I, are my thing. I feel like <laughs> you knew about it or else I would have mentioned it to you. I, and I, I've heard of it and I haven't seen it, but I know that's what it's about. Horny British people are my fucking forte. I guess. Yeah, how did right? nobody tell me about this? <laughs> Uh, no, it's a great show. It's really funny. Uh, some parts are super cheesy, uh, mm-hmm. but as a whole, it's a ve- it's. I think it it's an extremely sex positive show, yeah. which is I think some like especially in America, some people could use that. It's good for teens, um, like yeah, in terms like of, yo, yeah. people fuck, get over it. Mm-hmm. Is kind of what the show's <laughs> like, about. Why did we, when did this country um, become so prudish? Yeah, you know? and Jillian Anderson has just got to be like the biggest milf of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I wanted to fuck Scully then. Yeah. I, it's, the shit hasn't changed. Um, it's like Ant Man, Scully, you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said Ant Man too. What the I, fuck said Ant, I said Ant May. Oh, Ant May. I, I thought he said Ant Man too. Oh, okay. I was like, well, oh, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, Ant May. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, she hasn't aged much I mean, either. So honestly, that's... who wouldn't want to fuck Paul Rudd? Okay, come on, I'd fuck Paul Rudd yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, which is great because a big part of fucking uh, sex education is like a dude, you know, like bisexuality, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd fuck Paul Rudd. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, what else? I've uh, been watching What We Do in the Shadows, like we were yeah. saying. Great, yes. great show. You still haven't yeah. seen it. Why the Last Man? Oh, yeah. I don't know. How is that? They've been trying to make that for a long time. We didn't talk about this on the last podcast. No, huh? I don't think so. Beautiful, then. I can rant about it for a second. Uh, <laughs> how much did you hate it? <laughs> no, I like it a lot. Oh, okay, uh, good. But Brian K. Vaughn, uh, you know, he's written Lost. He's, uh, you know, he's he's been part of other did, uh, television shows. Saga, uh, yeah, is what yeah, he writes, yeah. Right? His, okay. his like come to his claim to fame for comic books are like Saga mm-hmm. and Why the Last Man. He did, you know, Paper Girls. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's mm-hmm. a very famous comic book writer, but he's known for taking a long time to do yeah. things. <laughs> it's his time, yeah. I mean, it's um, an episode of, uh, issue of sagas, like few and far between, right? Dude. Well, they actually yeah. announced it's coming back in January, but I saw that um, yeah. when he was writing. Why the last man, he was uh, a writer for lost. And mm. the last two issues of why the last man took like over a year to come out. And yeah. it was like, Oh my God, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a show now. It was, going to be a movie for with a Shia time. LaBeouf. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Dan Trachtenberg was going to direct it. Dan Trachtenberg was yeah. going to direct it. And now it's a TV show on FX, which I trust yeah. that yeah. studio. Um, and so far, I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. Seems like the concept would be better for a TV yeah. show. Yeah. For, sh- for sure. Yeah. Because because it's almost, I think it's 100 or so issues, right? So yeah. like, mm. um, 
a TV show for sure over a movie. Yeah. Um, I like the casting for Yorick. Um, there are a certain there are certain things they're getting to quicker than I thought they would, but you know who knows how long they can like drag them out for. Yeah. Um, in a TV show, you know, you got to pile things into the first season in case you don't get picked up again. Mm-hmm. But I assume that they will. The casting is great. Everything's going swimmingly. Um, I'm just waiting for like the saga television show now. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be wild if that happens. Yeah, yeah. I uh, feel like that would be a streaming. Oh, thing like a yeah. Netflix or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's good. Watch it. Uh, Ted Lasso. I said that already. It's yes, you did. Great. I'm watching all the things. Nice. I am also watching what we do in the shadows. Hell as yeah. we Touched on. I think I'm one episode behind. I've got one to catch up on. But I mean, season three is just as great as the rest. In my opinion, I'm enjoying it. Lots of laughs. Lots of lots of absurdity this season too. Yeah, it's like, like a lot of like crazy things are happening. Even more crazy than before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like with the casino episode, and the bringing ending of that characters like, back. Yeah, they're bringing some people back. Um, so I'm just excited to see where the last three episodes go. I guess, and then see, we get a season four. So. I hope they bring back oh, Jackie yeah. Daytona, dude. I don't know if they will. Yeah, but, but they're bringing back a lot um, of other characters. Yeah. But we had Nandor being everybody, so. Yo, that Nandor episode was fucking hilarious. That was yeah. pretty good, yeah. When he's, like, hitting so on the. Good. It's just, <laughs> they've hit that third season where they're, like, comfortable in it, you know? Yeah, yeah so like, they know the characters. Like, they know the limits yeah, of the show. Like They're all just really settled in those characters. And yeah. it's just really working, I think. Yep, agreed. Um, And then I also have been watching, which it's not, the season's not done, but um, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't you mention that last time? No. no? I thought we talked about that I just time. started watching it. I've week. heard great things about that show. I really want to watch it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, um, you know, I mean, it's a great cast. Steve yeah, Martin, Even Martin Selena Short. Gomez, like, apparently Selena's well cast. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't, I, I think just about anybody could have done that for role, those who are listening but... there was a little bit of an eye roll there yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't hear it in my voice yeah <laughs> um I, nothing against her i just yeah. don't find her choices particularly exciting yeah. yeah um and but the show itself is is interesting it because it's both like i feel like very self-aware in a lot of ways um well, and they do pokes, a podcast right yeah yeah, yeah yeah and like it podcasts are kind of a running gag of the show people that do podcasts Um, are dumb i know they really are wait fucking podcasters (laughs) um but then at the same time there's also like fantastical elements to it in a way or fantastical sequences so it's interesting um i don't know that i'd say it's an amazing show but um i think it's a decent like murder mystery show i'm intrigued enough to keep watching it you know awesome I'm ready to check it and out. And it's diff- It's different too. And yeah. I, you know, also I feel like it's kind of got some industry insider jokes too. Yeah, yeah, so totally, totally. I think I think you'll dig it, Taylor. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, but, I'm down. Yeah. Well, I've also been watching uh, the Squids games. Oh, oh yes, I've heard good stuff that about that as well. It's really good. Yeah. Someone the other day tried to tell me that Korean cinema was overrated, and I told them to go fuck themselves. That's rude. And also, like the <laughs> people, you, the them. people who yeah. are raving over Squid Game, it's like, bitch, have you ever seen Battle Royale? Mm. 
No, but just because it's, it's a little like different, a, though, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Like just because it's a battle royale. Like how Hunger Games isn't quite the same as like yeah, yeah. the battle royale story can be like different. Yeah, of than, course. You know, I mean, it's a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, like it's the host, joke, apparently, the host, <laughs> maybe the host and <laughs> Train to Basan, yeah. you know, like my favorite, like Koreans, Parasite, right? Yeah. Um, Squid Games, or as I would call it, the Squid's Games. Um, it's unique. There's like some shit that happens in the first like two episodes where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think I think Chris Evans tweeted about it earlier, and he's like, I don't see what the big deal about the show. And he's like, 30 minutes in the show, he's like, oh, I see. So it's like clearly, yeah, exactly. So there's clearly like, it's gonna watch it. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Taylor? Just uh, uh, Ted Lasso, really. And I've been re- still making my way through South Park, which is still really great and very funny. Uh, just rewatched the making of uh, South Park. That, mm. I don't know if you ever saw that. It's called no. Six Days to Air. Yeah, yeah. And it's all about how they basically make an episode of South Park in under six days. Oh, interesting. Which is ridiculous yeah. for the turnaround. Like, they literally stress themselves out so hard. Uh, but she had never seen it. So I was like, let's watch it. And um, And yeah, that's basically what I've been into. Nice. So. I just remembered I also watched Britney versus Spears. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um which if if you're a Britney fan and even if you're not, I feel like it's a pretty pretty good documentary. Yeah. Uh and there's a lot more to this story than Oh yeah. people knew. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, even with what's been out there lately. So yeah. thank God her dad is gone. Yeah, right. And that's but. over with now. So now for Amanda Bynes. <laughs> Her too? Yeah, she's in a conservatorship as well. Oh, I didn't really? Yeah. Uh, is that why she's been acting all crazy for the last 15 Probably. years? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, she kind of went off the rails. She, I think, I think there's a lot more to her story mm, as well. Gotcha. Bits and pieces gotcha. we've gathered lately. Interesting. And Nickelodeon heads that have, stories yeah. that have come to light about yeah, Nickelodeon heads. Nickelodeon's been so. fucked for a while. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I'm fucking hungry. So yeah. this was about three podcasts in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did three, like what if Venom and Bond all could have been their own podcasts? Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're welcome. Take the time. Listen to that, this I over think, three yeah. days. I'm telling you this at the end. So you've already heard it. But I think yeah. that's the title. What if Venom and Bond were all in the same episode? What if Bond made Venom a better movie? <laughs> I mean... What if any of those what if what if Bond was as short as Venom? Oh jeez, <laughs> got him. Uh, and anyway, on that note, and on that note, uh, Laura, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Pop Up Pop Culture Podcast. We're back in the garage, so there's going to be more mm-hmm. uh, shenanigans than usual because we can fuck with each other in person without at, a lag. Without <laughs> a lag is the worst fucking part. Uh, I heard everything you guys said today. Oh my yeah. God, that's amazing. The internet didn't. I, or I, I should, heard half of everything you said because it was cutting out. You know, <laughs> I should just pause in person. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Now it's going to be awkward for everyone listening at home. Oh, That's geez. okay. Uh, Lauren, where can everybody find you on the internet? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram and technically Twitter. Sweet. Taylor? Nice. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Taylor Salen. Uh, yeah, just hanging out there, you know, posting stuff. Retweeting making jokes. jokes. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. You know, joking about Timothy Chalamet's new role as Jack the Ripper. Oh, my Timothée God. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, I'm the LA nerd everywhere on the internet. 
just search that you'll find it instagram twitter youtube um probably not vine i don't know that's not a thing anymore uh <laughs> called tiktok TikTok. Ooh, definitely not on tiktok uh, <laughs> i can't do the dances man i'm not yeah i can't dance next thing's probably dune probably probably maybe we'll see i yeah. mean I thought there was something else coming, coming out, out. This, this, this month. Um, no, no, we'll, that. we'll be talking about Hawkeye when that comes out, but that's not yeah, until after Dan. So. Yeah. Oh, Eternals. Eternals, yeah. 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 Eternals is before... No, yeah, it's, it's not no, before It's Dan. after. It's like November yeah. 4th, I think. Or November Dude, it 11th. is. We'll see you guys for Dune. <laughs> cool. Later, nerds. Peace. Bye. Oh, I forgot to talk about the Haunted Mansion. Oh, uh, Haunted Mansion. Muppets Haunted Mansion. How was it? It was eh. Cool. Bye. Yeah.